Hey, everybody. Sorry for the late uh, the late arrival here, but we made it. We've made it, and we are ready to debate it. So Perspective Philosophy versus Skylar Fiction, let's get it going. Is Christianity true? Over to you, Perspective Philosophy, to open us up. Right. Um, okay, so I am very ill-prepared for this debate because I believe the debate, debate topic was totally different. I was under the impression it was deism versus theism. And it is, in fact, is Christianity true, which, if anything, puts a lot of burden on me um, because I've, I have to approve the affirmative whilst my opponent, well, simply has to, uh, well, has to, uh, has to, uh, what's the word, uh, sort of, uh, oh, I'm looking for the right word, To has to uh, sort of examine whether I've actually made a strong enough positive case in order to prove whether Christianity is true, which is obviously a fairly tall order. Um, but, you know, why not? Why not? Um, let's, uh, so he doesn't even have to necessarily refute Christianity in the sense of saying it's simply untrue, you know, arguing the negative. He simply has to say that I've not demonstrated the fact that it's true. So without actually helping him anymore, let's get into what Christianity is. So I take Christianity to be a spiritual doctrine, not one that is fundamentally about historical fact. I'm not here to argue about biblical history, about whether the flood happened or whether, you know, Sodom and Gomorrah was a real place and was bombed and by God and, you know, God's dropping nukes and stuff. I'm not really interested in arguing whether there is enough archaeological evidence to, uh, to uh, instantiate this as historical fact next to the biblical account, because what I'm arguing for is essentially a philosophy of religion. I'm arguing for Christianity as the most developed and most mature philosophy of religion, that as a religious structure, Christianity is by far the best exp explanation we have for reality. And so for Christianity, I, I, and so I take Christianity to be essentially a spiritual doctrine, and that spiritual doctrine to be summed up in uh, well, I would, I'm a Catholic, so I would say the, the Catholic creeds, the Athanasian creed, and the, I can't say that, and the uh, Nicene creed specifically. Uh, so we believe that there is a father, one God, there is, uh, well, there is a God, uh, one God, father, uh, son, and Holy Spirit, that these are three distinct persons, that each one of those is a, well, each one is not the other. They are distinct from each other and all have existence equal to one another. And as such, the, the doctrine states that, the, that we believe in Christ or Jesus Christ, a man who supposedly came to earth 2000 years ago and acted in accordance to what we call the Gospels or as, as told in the Gospels and essentially bestowed uh, philosophical teachings and ethical teachings upon us as a civilization. So I'm here to defend those teachings and I'm here to defend specifically, I would defend, if I'm going to defend Christianity, a Catholic uh, version of Christianity and one which is far more allegorical than something which is a literal uh, interpretation of Christianity. So my goal is to essentially is to essentially instantiate the truth of the Trinity or the need for a Trinitarian view of reality. I wish to argue that the fundamental doctrine of Christianity is the Trinity, the belief that there is the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, that each one of these is allegorical to well, existence, truth, and love, and that each one of these persons is the instantiation of each one 
of those truths or each one of those logical moments, if you will, absolutely. That Christianity is, unlike other religions, very much very much based around the idea that re reality is structured by a, a by a perfect, all-knowing, uh, omnipresent, and all-loving God. So that's what I'm here to defend. And essentially, the reason I would argue for such a doctrine is that each one of those Trinity, each one of those positions within the Trinity, is a logical syllogism which is necessary in order to gain the concept of personhood and specifically of reality in its entirety to such a degree to make truth possible. So that's, you know, without having a more robust opening sort of prepared, that's what my intention is in this debate. And hopefully I'll be able to explicate that more and maybe be pressured horribly by Skylar, knowing that I have the 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 harder position here to argue so i look forward to uh to hearing what skylar has to say and uh yeah uh, looking forward to the exchange all right well thank you so much for your introductory statement there perspective philosophy uh and hey everybody if uh, you're new here hit that like button and subscribe it helps out a lot uh, we got tons of debates happening on Modern Day Debate. We are a neutral platform. Uh, we do debates on science, philosophy, religion, anything, really. Uh, hit us up. We are, uh, we're open to all kinds of ideas. So uh, without further ado, we're going to kick it over to Skylar Fiction. And thank you so much for being here. The floor is yours. Hey, hey, everybody. It's Skylar Fiction. Uh, yeah, today's... Uh, topic is what I've been working on for the last week. Uh, you know, is Christianity true? Uh, perspective philosophy is correct. It is much easier for me uh, in this position because I'm not having to defend my position tonight. Uh, but uh, there are plenty of problems with Christianity, and I am going to talk about the Bible a lot and the Christian foundation and the problem of evil and the problem of suffering. Uh, there are lots of reasons why you shouldn't believe Christianity is true. Uh, we can just start with, it doesn't matter how you interpret uh, Genesis with the Garden of Eden, but if you believe man has some type of original sin, that now we need Jesus Christ to die on a cross in order for us to have salvation, uh, that's a great example of an overcomplicated solution for an easy problem for God, right? The fact that we have to go through, and I, I mean, we could go through the history of the Bible, like we look at what happens, Right. Like we could start with Genesis and, you know, well, well, we'll, we'll skip Adam and Eve for a minute. We'll just leave there, but we can go to Abraham, right? You know, the guy who was considered righteous in God's eyes that had concubines and slaves um, and uh, passed those concubines onto his children uh, when he died. Uh, but, you know, for someone like this is a great example of a, a, a moral contradiction, right? Being called righteous, yet you have slaves, right? And concubines, sex slaves, things like that. Um, I mean, general mutilation, God, we have this God who comes down to the Israelites and says, Hey, you know, in order for us to have a, a covenant, you got to mutilate your penis, but not just your penis, your slaves penis, because they're yours too. Right. Um, this is all part of God. Of course, then, we, you know, as, as we get like further on, then we got like the conquest of Joshua, right. Because Joshua has got to go get all that land that was promised to Abraham because he was so righteous and good. Right. So he gets the land of Canaan for the descendants of the Israelites. Right. But there are people living there and you can't just go take over a city if there are people living there. So, of course, in the Bible, what does God do? He has the Israelites go and attack everybody. 
keep the women as slaves, execute the children, right? Now, I'm sure my opponent during this debate is going to say this is more war language, rhetorical language. Uh, but this isn't going to work when we get into the specifics of it, because if you actually study the scripture, you're going to realize it don't work because the stories don't work. Like, for instance, 1 Samuel 15, which is my favorite scripture to go over, which is where God orders the, the killing of the Amalekite. Well, everybody, right? The babies, the infants, it literally targets infants and babies, right? Now, it wasn't for something the babies had done. No, of course not. No, it was what the what the, the the Amalekites had done generations before it was a punishment for, right? So here we go, another moral conundrum, right? A, a perfectly moral, righteous God executes children for the sins of generations before. I mean, God does this quite a bit in the Bible where he'll curse future generations. You have talks of him, uh, I believe through Jeremiah, where he actually tells you he's going to make parents eat their children. It's going to be so bad for them. Uh, and then, of course, as we keep going, uh, you know, when we get any type of moral code, uh, there's going to be no way we're going to demonstrate any of the kind of moral foundation with this God. From Christians, it's just going to be plain. Uh, I'm not sure what you're going to argue from the philosophy level with me about Christianity being true. And we always both believe in creators. I believe in a creator. So having some kind of pre-sup argument doesn't really seem fruitful. Uh, I don't want to go too long. It's about the same time as you did. Uh, but I will say uh, genocide, slavery, uh, it's very hard to actually find any positive things in the Old Testament. Uh, and there's almost no ideas of women having consent in the Bible to marriage or anything like that. Uh, there's no real evidence of the specific Christian God. I don't, you're not going to go into archaeological evidence. You're not going to go into showing that Christ rose from the grave. Um so I don't know how this conversation is going to go. Uh, and I, I, what, what, what I think bothers me is like, I don't, it's, it's not necessarily you, but just people in general. If you're going to be an apologist and you're going to argue for the Bible or not argue for the Bible, argue for Christianity, like you should know, the, hey, you should know the Bible. You should be able to study this. Give me one second. Go for it. <laughs> Sorry, my dog's, he's keeping guard outside. So, hey, leave it. So like, but like the, the argue, the problem is I think it's like, it's what happens is we have this people used to just argue with generic atheist about philosophy. And it's much easier. I think when you're just, I don't know if it's easier, but it's, I hate just God general debates, uh, belief debates, but anyways, okay. That's five minutes. That's just my opening, but yeah, I, I agree. It's going to be very tough for him tonight. All righty. Well, thank you so much for your opening statement there, Skylar Fiction. And I want to let you all know in the live chat, we are going to be having a Q&A at the end of this discussion. So get your uh, questions in there if you have anything you'd like to ask, Perspective Philosophy or Skylar Fiction. Uh, and on that note as well, we do have our guests linked in the description, including in our podcast. So if you like what you're hearing from either of our speakers, check it out. Uh, you get all kinds of more content, I'm sure. And they'll let you know at the end of the debate what you'll find at their link. Uh, so without further ado, into open discussion we go, and we'll kick it over to the other side to get us rolling. Okay, yeah. <clears throat> Thank you uh, for that. Um, so yeah, obviously, straight in with the biblical history. Uh, obviously, as I said, I'm not, I'm not here to argue a lot of that. But, you know, I will actually meet you on terms of how we can interpret it. So in terms of original sin, like this original sin, atonement, uh, the old covenant versus the new covenant, um, you know, the divine command uh, and the problem of evil and um, even the literal interpretation of the gospel sort of to sort of talk about here. So there is actually quite a lot that you, you sort of touched on. 
Um, so I'll do my best to to sort of rebuke that one by one. Yeah, let's so choose one. Beginning... Let's, yeah, let's go with one and take one at a time. Okay, so the first, you, you started with original sin. So let's, let's go with original sin. Why would God uh, sort of imbue us with original sin, perhaps, or whether, why would we cause our own, uh, our own sort of need to be perfected uh, and then God have to come down and save us? I think that this... Shut up. This is... Sorry, that was my dog, not you. Sorry. What a way to speak to <laughs> your <laughs> interlocutor there. Sorry, Perspective philosophy. Bad. I'm sorry I partnered you with this. Such a brave monster over here. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. All right, I'm muting. Right. I'm sorry. It, cool. it can get juicy it's sometimes, cool. people. We're not going to get offended over something like that. But uh, yeah, that's for the dog. So continue on. That was funny. Okay, so yeah, so let's start with original sin. So the concept of original sin is often interpreted not necessarily as being um, essentially, uh, like, well, it's not essentially interpreted as a, as, a, as a specific action or something that an individual has actively done, but more the passive condition of humanity and the passive condition of humanity that has been that is now aware of ethics so it's it's an awareness of our own moral deficiency original sin is moral deficiency in relation to to what is our form if was adam and eve hold on hold on was there moral so, uh, deficiency was there moral deficiency before the fall uh, no no so they ate from the tree of knowledge and then they gained knowledge and then they recognize then the moral deficiency started mm -hmm. okay so that's exactly yeah that's my exact point Right. So you like, don't, you don't need like, this. This is you don't need that do. to happen. You do. Uh, how, so well, what it's, it's but, making no, a wait, 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 wait. You, you can't say you need it to happen if they were like that before and they were already perfect. They weren't like that before. And so that you, perfection is different. They've, they've essentially they've changed their essential nature. That's the whole point of it. Was their so original like the, was their original nature? Perfect? It was not free. God's, it was not free. God did not. It make was not free. free. Where does no. it say that in scripture? It doesn't say that in scripture. This is just your personal beliefs. It's, well, I would say that no, it's not just my personal beliefs. I'd say this is like a fairly established theological belief. It's more about the what uh, Thomas Aquinas described as the state of innocence. Well, what's so the like basis for it? What's the scriptural basis for it? The the fact that they were absolutely innocent of ethics. So the the scriptural basis is that they had no knowledge of good and evil, and so their yeah. actions weren't their own. They they weren't able to rationally choose for themselves but they weren't good what? well i mean but they were good they don't have to have a knowledge of good and evil they were, what, what, they hey, what was evil what was evil defined before they ate from the tree defined no, evil a, evil is always to act against god's will right so like evil is, is always is, so like is that, e is, so hold on hold on so is the, it because is there a scriptural basis for that well to defy the will of an all good god so if if evil is the negation of good or the privation of good it is to go against the will of God definitionally. So, so you take so, the yeah. story literal. You take this as historical. No, narrative. I'm just saying. Okay, that, well no, then, why are you no. arguing? If I, hold on, you're arguing from a historical. I'm arguing for the allegory. I'm arguing. No, you're, no, for you're the not allegory. arguing. You're not arguing an yes, allegory. You're saying a person ate from a tree. That was the specific not, question I asked. I'm you. not arguing. Okay, okay, hold on, calm, dude. Stop for a second. I'm trying to understand what you believe, and you're kind of like you're not telling me what you specifically. Do you believe there was an original Adam? Do I believe that Adam and Eve were real people walking the earth? Or walk, walking okay. in the Garden of Eden, and the, no, none of that. Like, it's okay, no, okay, no okay. So, what is no the specific that. thing that caused I them to fall that, that changed? Hold on, that well, changed that, their nature. So, like, that's what is, you are articulating. This is what I'm, what I'm arguing for is the allegory. 
which is to sh- which is really a story about God's power. Like Genesis is a story about God's power, um, the ways in which we should understand our ourselves in relation to nature and animality, and were, the way in which we are. Uh, you were defining original sin. You were defining original sin, yes. and then you went to the Garden of Eden and told me about the Garden of Eden. Now you're saying it's yes, not that is so. The okay, story. so so okay, so <laughs> like, how did human beings <laughs> fall? If that's the, an allegory of what's the actual thing that the gave them the ability is, to hold on, dude, let me moral, finish the question. Sorry, because you sorry, don't, sorry. you're not going to understand the question if you talk over me. What I'm asking you is, what was, did they disobey God? That's the question. Where did they disobey God? So the, wait a minute, are you asking where they, dis, the, they disobeyed God by, you know, essentially partaking in the, 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 knowledge of good and evil by eating the fruit uh, do you mean well, in the story i'm trying to understand what the fuck what the fuck is he saying i don't I, he's, he's asking me a question back bro he's asking me to clarify a question where did they fall no, in no, no, the story but, but like, you're, you said it's not uh, it's you're saying it's not historical narrative so i'm asking you no of course so, i'm not uh, i'm saying it's an allegory but you're okay, asking me in the story like no 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 i'm asking you you said okay did human? Let me ask you it this way, because maybe I got to keep it more simple for you. Did human beings ever go against God's will? No, not really. Like no, no. no so way. they never went against God's will. So why did you bring up anything to do with sin being going against God's will if they've never done it? The whole point is to show that the, that there's a moral deficiency. So God made them with a moral deficiency. Not well, kind of, in the sense that he there's made no them. kind of. Did they have a moral deficiency when they were made? No, not when they were made. Okay, so then how did they get the they have, moral deficiency? They have developed a moral deficiency. They developed it naturally, right? Like a man, yeah. like a child grows into a man, right? So then yeah, God's responsible. Yeah. yeah, so then God is responsible for them having a moral deficiency. Oh, uh, yeah. Because of the way he designed them. Yeah. So now, okay. Yeah, so the now, the, so, okay. So what was it's like saying, did God about? know that man was going to no, fall? No, yeah, I know. So he, no, no, he, he designed them in a way that they were morally deficient. That's not knowing they're going to fall. That's designing them in a way that they don't have efficiency. He designed them in such a way as to develop into beings, which can then be saved. So the whole point of it is to save from from what? From themselves, from that lack of freedom. Well, sorry, what's going to happen? What are you, you, dude, are you saying they can't have freedom without having freedom without moral? Why? Absolutely not. Well, what do you think freedom is? Freedom is know, rational dude, self- I, how you're defining these self- words is a mystery to me right I now. would say that freedom is rational self-determination and rational self-determination requires an, an, an understanding of what is actually good or bad inherently. It's the ability to actually act in accordance with your own interests. What, what, so yes, so, you do so, need ethics to be free. So God crippled the human beings. Take a look at, for example, and this is why like, I've re- related it to, to Aquinas. So... <clears throat> When, when we be- began this, and I was trying to explain that the allegory of Genesis is essentially to show that there was a state of innocence, and this is to liken man to, to beasts or to animals, right? Animals are innocent, like children in many ways, right? The, they don't have the capacity to understand right and wrong, okay? They don't even have the mean. If they didn't have the means of understanding right and wrong ever, like there's nothing about them that would have the capacity to actually have rational self-determination. They're how neither you, good nor bad. How, how are you defining that? that, right that just, they just are. How are you defining right? In or relation wrong? to rational self-determination, are they free? Or I don't wrong? know what that means. Like, but no, right or wrong? But we're right. No, no. You, no are no, you a moral no. realist? Are you a moral, moral anti-realist? No, like, I'm an anti-realist. No. You're an anti-realist. Realist. Okay. 
that's like so i'm trying to understand when you say something's good moral or immoral what does that mean so when i say something's good good or bad i would say that it's in accordance with the being's nature um that that or rather in accordance with that which is rational okay Um, so god god's nature is the foundation of your morality is what you're saying well, I would say that, well, I mean, it is now that I'm a Christian, but even before I was a Christian, I had the very similar stance from a secular view. Uh, well, sure. a if he's the foundation, he's the foundation. doesn't matter what your view yeah, is. Yeah, I mean, like, it depends on what you take to be the... But I used to be able to say something like absolute spirit from a humanist perspective, but now I'm a, I'm a Christian, so I would relate that to, to the divine mind. But I mean, I'm happy to argue from even a secular point of view. Well, no, 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 that's fine. No, I'd rather you... Right, we're arguing Christianity, so there's no point to arguing from a secular view. Yeah, but uh, if you're going to say what like, I'll... oh, you believe in God, and so you question begging. No, 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 what I'm going to do... Well, I'm a, I'm, a God, well I'm a God believer, so I don't know what... I'm not begging the question. I, I'm, a, I'm granting there could be a creator. I'm not going to grant you morality comes from it. Right, that's fair enough. I mean, like, it's one of the... But it's, it's one of those... That's, that's kind of what I'm saying. It's like, if you're saying that I'm going to beg the question by saying there's a God... I don't no. want to do that. Like, no, you know what, what, I mean? what I'm I saying want... is you're begging the question by saying morality exists. Sorry, if you yes, that's what I mean. Sorry, that there's a, that all morality comes from God. And then if you if you're gonna say like, well, wait a minute, like well, you, you have no way I mean? to like, show it I'm exists, happy... right? You have no way to demonstrate well, objective morals exist, right? I would argue I do, yeah. I would say okay, I mean, well, like, that, that I, would be a, a good very... proof for the Christian God. So show me, show me the objective morals come from the Christian God. So that so First, what do we mean by morality? What what do you understand morality to be? Well, you're you're the you're the one. It's supposed to be arguing. Okay, so I would say that the word morality comes. So the word morality comes from the Latin moralis, which is a derivative from the ancient Greek ethikos, which means pertaining to behavior. So when you're actually when so what the the whole point of moral philosophy is essentially to work out whether there is a right or a wrong action, whether an action can be considered good or bad, either there is a, a better or worse way of behaving in your life. And your uh, God would you be happy with? You're, yeah, that's a fine. That's fine. Uh, uh, definition. Can your God commit immoral actions? No. So when he executes, like executing babies, that would be immoral. It's not that. It's kind of one of those things where I'm going to have, where I'm going to go. God won't execute babies, and then you're going to say a biblical passage where God supposedly kills well, babies. But you, you've read the Bible, right? Hold on, you've read the Bible, correct? Yeah, yeah. I know, I know what you're going to say. No, 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 I'm no. But gonna, no, no. Don't, don't assume what I'm going to say. But I'm at you. You've read the Bible. You know in the Bible where God's targeted babies, right? Right. You, you. Okay. So you do you passage as yeah, to where Samuel, God has yeah. commanded. So you're the, aware the of death it. of children. Yeah. You just don't believe. So okay, but what would be the? What's because your the, argument the, I don't it? think the story is literal. Like I'm not. I'm not arguing for a literal interpretation of scripture. No so Catholic no, argues no, for a literal so, interpretation. So no, of oh, that's bullshit. I grew up Catholic, and a lot of them argue the, for the, literal the, interpretation. Very no, bad no, 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 it's the word day, of God, not the let's words let's of let's God. Skyler, let's let Skylar speak. Your modern day Catholics are much more progressive than the ones when I grew up as a child. But just not. I mean, even prior to this, like if you look, do you not believe? I'm sorry. Is the flood story not? Did he not flood the world at all? I have absolutely no idea. I don't really care. So, the, you, the idea so, is so spiritual... I mean, you just pick and choose what you want out of the Bible. It sounds good to you. No, it's not. That's exactly what you said. There is a spiritual fact, and then there's a historical fact. You and call it a, that's just a feeling. When you say spiritual, can you demonstrate no, spiritual existence? Okay, demonstrate would, what, spiritual what do you think, what do you think spirituality is? Let's try to what do you think spirituality is? No, no. Well, you're saying spirituality, define it, and show it exists. Well, what do you think spirituality is? Because you, if you think it's just well, well, a feeling, listen, no wonder know, you don't understand anything about religion. No, 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 no. I know it's just a feeling, but the way you want to be, you got yes, exactly. Go you ahead. Know it's just a define feeling. So what do we mean by spirituality? Go ahead, say it, bro. 
and so then I'm gonna, I and literally you'll, you'll admit it. Yeah. So I would say spiritual. it's the spiritual is that which connects all things, which is often defined in Christianity as love, which is essentially the activity uh, of logic itself. Where would you? So get I wouldn't that? say that's, like that is when. Not how they define, point there, Scott. How they define love in biblical terms? You're just making up. Once again, you're taking Catholic ideas. That aren't biblical. Uh, well, no, I mean, like the whole point of the connection between the Father and the Son leads to the uh, the Spirit, and you. So you don't think the Spirit in Christianity is love? So I, no, Thomas no, Aquinas, I, no, Hegel, I don't. All of quote these, me a scripture all of where it says theologies. Quote me. A scripture. It's not about literal interpretation of scripture. It's, it doesn't have it's to be literal interpretation, in, but you can give me scripture that actually backs what you you believe. The problem is, is people if I'm giving don't you study the Bible. The problem is, specific the problem is, is you don't study the Bible. You study philosophy. And this is the problem. You have lots of Christians like you who don't even read their own book to understand it. You go to other people to read their because views you don't know and how study their views. It's a non-literal interpretation of Scripture. Do you? So if I start we, talking we about any... the living tradition and Catholicism and what we're talking about, which can't be what? boiled down to Shia Scripture, then how are you going to even I'm argue I'm talking about this? specific things, and you're not. You're saying no. I was talking about Executing like, babies. Well, Let me give you another one. How about slavery? How about like, slavery? Does, 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 the, does the Bible condone slavery in there? No, I do not believe that the Bible condones slavery. Okay. I think that 20... the Bible actually offered one of the most robust cases, or rather that Christianity yeah. offered one of the most robust cases for the rejection yeah. of slavery. That's why you're seeing massive amounts of anti slavery movements born from Christianity. For example, the Quakers were really big about being anti-slavery. Yeah, and and the, do you think so the like, if, if the Bible the, condoned it, why do all these Christians yeah. just want to do, not want do to you, Do you realize that the, uh, you know, it's funny even, about that. Like, look I, I do, you got to stop actually, talking. You can't stop. Hey, no. no, 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 no. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to respond to you. Yeah, you're... you're yeah, uh, just because you did have that yeah. wrap up. But uh, I know that my audio output is really, really good. And you guys should be able to hear each other with really low latency. But that doesn't mean the audience can't hear it. So if we could just wait until the other person's getting, you know, to at least a pause before we inject, um, that would be good just so we don't end up with any uh, internet mishaps where people can't hear what we're saying. Uh, so Skylar, over to you. Yeah, uh, I'm going to read the actual scripture. It's just once again, it shows you don't read your own Bible. Leviticus 25, verses 44 through 46. I'm going to give you multiple. Your male and female slaves are come from the nations around you. From them, you may buy slaves. You may also buy some of the temporary residents living among uh, in your land, in your country, and they will become your property. You can bequeath them to your children as inherited property, and you can make them slaves for life. You must not rule over them uh, over your fellow Israelite ruthlessly. Now you go to the verse before, it starts talking about indentured servitude, right? Because indentured servitude was for the Jews. They weren't allowed to be put in bondage anymore. But you could go capture people. You could buy people from foreign lands. Women are bought and sold as, as property in slavery. Literally, a father, if you'd like the scripture, I'm happy to give it to you, can sell his daughter to get out of debt, sell his daughter in slavery. And she doesn't go free as the males do. So, like, when you're saying it's progressive, in America, literally, our um, indentured, like, America had indentured servitude in its creation. Places like Georgia were debtor colonies. They were based on the biblical indentured servitude, right? You could see the legal, the same in our legal system. Now, that, what I read, isn't indentured servitude. That's owning someone for life. Okay, so... Um, okay, one, I'm not a Jew, so I'm not going to argue for the old covenant when the, the whole point is the new covenant. Anyway. That's so God. Even if I was a fundamentalist, even if I was a fundamentalist, 
I'm going to say that covenant isn't appropriate anymore because we have a new one. But God did two. it at one, at one point. What does it two. matter? What is, so God did, so if a God, I mean, if a that's God, actually the different, that's like, what do you mean? What does it matter? That's so God, so God's morals can change. Hold on. So, his, so his you just, can even if Jesus, I was Stop jumping in, bro. Let us go back. What do you mean? Forth. I haven't finished speaking. I'm, I was going to say, uh, you are interrupting him right now. I'll let you finish. I'll let you finish. We're going to, yeah, we're going to let him answer the question that you posed there and then we'll continue on. Moderator, can you tell him what the question was? I was in the live chat, so if you want to repeat the question, uh, if you didn't okay. Hear go it. ahead, go ahead, man. Go ahead, and answer the question. Perspective. Okay. Two. Even if I was a Jew, and even if I was only arguing for an interpretation of the Old Testament, contemporary Jews don't even argue. Usually, even if they argue for a more literal interpretation of the Old Testament, they will argue that the law of the old law is not necessarily applicable to the contemporary time. So, if God has given a command of a, to a specific point in time. It's, there's no reason to assume that that command would be applicable now. So even if I was a Jew, I wouldn't have to accept that slavery was was justified by the well justified by the Torah. So there's that. There's the development in the you know in terms of hermeneutics, in terms of how we would interpret the scripture, how we're actually reading the scripture as a whole unified piece. So for example, you get many uh, Christians have, who argue that this is that this is non-literal that this is uh, essentially in, ex expounding upon a, a greater, um, a, a greater, um, what's the word I'm looking for, conceptual development within the overall, uh, in, in overall, in the overall wisdom of our lives. So we don't have to go, okay, right, well, the Bible said slavery is okay. It's like, well, what is actually going on? What's the story about? What, what, what if we were to break it down, to its core quintessence, what will we look and find into this in the story? How is it structured? Why is God doing this? Why is this happening? Constantly well, asking why doing. and, you're and just relating, saying could do this, and relating it to the whole piece, which is why do you know of any contemporary Christian institution which argues for uh, uh, argues for slavery? Or that says slavery is I think you just completely anyone. like missed the point, right? Oh, now, no, no, see, no, this is no. this is part, see, oh, this no, is part of where a, this okay, is the yeah. point where I show you how Christians argue that their moral foundation changes, right? God at at one point can say, Hey, this with my covenant with you, you can mutilate your genitalia, right? Don't eat pork. You can under this covenant own slaves, right? It's, if, if morals are objective. And they are in the foundation of God, then they don't change. God doesn't lie. He would never lie because it's a mortal lie, right? So when you say things like, oh, well, he can tell you to have slaves here. And if you want to talk about interpretation, my man, my, my boy, Dr. Josh Bowen, who's written two books on biblical slavery that re can read Hebrew, Greek, and Aramaic, has a PhD in Assyriology. He's got some books you can read. And he's much more uh, well-equipped about this thing it would, would educate you on biblical slavery because you haven't read the Bible. You read philosophy books. And this is why when you come and you debate me, you're forced to just say, well, we could talk about interpretation or we could talk about this, but you don't actually give a defense. You don't actually give a defense. You just say, I can do this, we'll but you're not actually giving interpretation. your interpretation. What, well, let me get, Give you a scripture, you give me your interpretation. How about that? Why would, like, look, I've even told you, like, am I going to, as a Catholic, so I can correctly interpret the Bible as an individual without reference to, let's say, I don't know, the community of the living tradition? No, I'm not going to do that. Why am I not going to do that? Because I don't believe it's possible. 
So you like, mean God no. made it possible for you to be able to read the Bible for individuals and understand it. to understand something impartially without the assistance of a community? No, absolutely not. I don't no, think no, no. But you could read yeah. the Bible and understand the Bible without. I can I can understand the words. I don't. That doesn't mean I have. Uh, a correct is interpretation. Physical limitations, or, uh, or did God make it so you it's couldn't? Epistemological limitations, yeah. They, and who created those epistemological uh, limitations? God, which is why He gave us a church, right? So exactly. So He created a problem and gave you a, and a solved solution. Oh yeah. Really After, how, I mean, I feel, know, I, largest religion seen, in the world. Catholic Church. Have you seen the history of the Catholic Church? Because quite a little a bit of people have been molested. Very, it, it developed a lot more than um, many. Uh, it's, yeah, it's it's uh, yeah. I mean, listen, you know. What I am, we don't, we don't, we're not pro molesting children like the leaders of the Catholic Neither are Church. Catholics. Well, a lot of Catholic priests sure did it. Well, there's been like comparatively to a other lot. institutions, not really. If you look at something like, uh, and one, the Catholic Church doesn't say that that justified. And Literally, two, if you look at, if you look at the, if you look at the, um, the numbers of, uh, child molestation from the Catholic, from Catholic priests compared to teachers, the police force, for example, do you think that the police force agree with child molestation, like the Metropolitan Police Force? Because they recently uh, broke up a, a uh, um, dude, let's, let's that, get that investigating a pedophile ring in the Metropolitan Police Force. That just means the Met must be pedophiles, yeah. all of them. Yeah. I mean, more, yeah. also all I, the I was talking about justify, how your, your, your church you know, doesn't have a good history with being good moral leaders, is my point. I think that it has a fairly good history. I think that it's... Well, like, I don't. But are, once again, let's as, go back to the debate topic. Let's go back to the... Listen, oh, no, I, mean, to the debate topic. I know you're trying no, to kill the clock now. Like, wait, no, no, I agree. To I agree. Let's, let's try to get it back. Circle no, back. I'm back I'm to the to topic. Yeah, I'm happy to but, go yeah. back. And I'm but going you to want to kill the clock right talk now. about moral let's... progress. You're the one killing the you're the one killing the clock by not letting us finish, man. If we look at the what is moral progress in the first place, you're saying, wait a minute, the ways in which we would interpret scripture, for example, or the ways or the events in scripture, for them to be good, one, you'd have to require a literal interpretation and say this actually happened in such a way as to mean that this 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 this, in, this sort of fundamentalist interpretation is the way it should be interpreted in the first place. But even if you took that, even if you took that. You could say morals actually do progress along with the epistemology of humanity. It's not that God told us to do the wrong thing. It's that we didn't understand God. And Catholics believe that the Bible was divinely inspired and not written by God himself. So yeah. even the authors, even if you were going to say the authors themselves did not understand the truth of God's message as God intended it, which is why the living tradition constantly interprets and develops in the first place. So we will necessarily see a development in the Christian tradition. But the way, what you want to do You're is bring it back to something like sco sco Sola Scriptura, Scriptura, where we're like, oh, well, actually, no, it's just, I just understand. I, I, just, I, like, know what I just like to actually is. talk it's about feeling, specific points. You know, like... I like talking, wait, oh, that was something we get away. So let me ask you, is it God loves children, correct? Yeah, well, God loves... Yeah, they're, yeah, they're, God why, is love. I'm happy to yeah, say God is love, yeah. yeah like, why does he allow them to get starved to death every day? Well, you mean the problem of evil? I'm, no, I asked you a specific question. Why does so, yeah, he allow that? So, no, so no, answer my specific question. So I, I think Why does he allow is, them uh, to starve, children to starve and suffer when he could feed them? Well, I don't think that he could feed them without undermining the overall teleology of the natural world. So there Not are physical really. limitations to the world and those God physical can limitations. God can commit miracles. He's done it before. So like what, one, one yeah, Jesus even, did rise from the how, grave, right? He how we understand a miracle in the first place is dude, even dude, a good dude, question. Dude, dude, don't because I think if you're saying 
Fuck this. If you're sick, no, you're the one that brings it. No, you don't know. Miracles. It's a whole area of philosophy. Hold on a second, guys. All right. Fucking filibustering. He's not engaging. He's just filibustering until it's over. I asked you a specific question and you act like, oh, what's a miracle? You play dumb. Like, God's net. Well, it depends on how you define miracles. Did Jesus rise from the dead? That's a fucking miracle. He's done miracles. He can feed starving children. Stop playing dumb. You're a philosophy major. You know better. This is, ah, go ahead. You're on mute right now, uh, Perspective Philosophy, if you want to come off mute. But uh, he's asked the question there. Um, so if you can give him a straight answer, and then uh, if you want to go down why you're answering it that way, then uh, we can definitely get down in that path. But uh, you're still, oh, you're off mute. So there you go. <laughs> okay, so if I, just to make sure I understand correctly, you're asking me, um, why doesn't God just perform a miracle and feed everyone? Yeah. I, yeah the question was, he, he has the capability to feed children. You grant that, correct? Yes. Okay. He has the, so he has the ability. He chooses not to. R right. Yes. We'll say that okay. God so is then allowing, then he is responsible he's, he's allowing it to happen. Yes. Yeah. Right. If I allowed my neighbor to molest their children, would I be immoral? Yeah, so you'd be complicit. Yeah, right. Well, yeah, why wouldn't God? Why isn't right? yeah? But why isn't God complicit when He allows His children to get raped? Because or God, God, there's, there's. I mean, if you're asking for essentially a theodicy, right? Yeah, I would, I would argue for a combination of an Augustinian theodicy and an Irenaean theodicy. I think one, yeah. I think there has to be evil in the world to overcome in order for us to become perfected and essentially to become free and capable of the self-actualization that yeah. is God. That's and limiting God's two, power. Well, one, that's limiting. You're just you're purely just limiting reason. God's power. No, I mean you could get yeah, by your own by your own reasoning. That's great. Yes, no, not by my own, own reasoning. Yes, by, by, the, by, by yes, reason. Like a couple Carter of philosophers speak. and a couple of the philosophers you've read, right? Yeah, your reasoning, but there's no logical reason why God can't feed starving children. He fed oh, starving people in the Bible. Jesus fed people. Yeah. Okay. Now, like, look, look. One again. Like, it, uh, you may not believe that. Whether it's right? that's it's not literally a interpreted. Whether it's it's what like it's. Oh, what, what, I'm asking you, your you position, like, homeboy. It's your position. Uh, my, you should I, know your fucking I, position. Yeah. Oh, I know my position. For example, then say I'm, it. Don't say. Then don't be like. So for example, well, I wouldn't argue. Position, I would argue a miracle position. is nature as it should be, rather than a supernatural event. Now I'm assuming you understand a miracle to be supernatural Where you get that definition of a miracle at? I what do you mean? Just, like, where's that source for them? Yeah, did you just make that definition up of a miracle? Because I've never heard that definition, and I've had that's, over two hundred conversations because, with Christians. Yeah, that's not my I know, problem. but can you, you give me the source? Give me the like source. Christian. Where's the source? What? What? That that that, that a miracle is in accordance with nature rather than uh, the yeah, yeah. supernatural. Yes. Wait, would, where do you get that definition? I, I, it's not like a definition. It's more of you a just said it was a definition. You, you, you asked for my definition. I gave you my definition. I, and I asked you where that came from. So is it your I would say it's an interpretation definition? of Augustine okay, so of Aquinian philosophy. From where? What book? Thomas is Aquinas. Have, yeah, I know who Thomas Aquinas is. Do you have a particular... Summa Theologica. Where do you, do you somewhere in his books. And, on... Yeah, I got you. Well, what do you, what do you fucking mean? You want us to give you sources? Go and read I, them. I just, I mean... We could debate, Thomas. You don't have you anything. Like. You, I mean, but you're not actually, like, you're not oh, able okay, to what, wait, no, no. You're not able what, to give me what's, specifics. What's, what's your definition? I, I, once again, once again, once again. What's your definition? Wait, 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 no, wait, 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 w
I read Look, it. The video was made earlier today. I even warned you on Twitter ahead of time and told you. But you, I don't know if you, you ignored it. I didn't it get anything it. from you on Twitter. Well, I mean, it's on the comment. You can go look at it, bro. But that's your own fault, right? But you've argued this I never said anything before. about it. Not being and why did you start the whole video by complaining about it? Like being like, oh, I didn't well, complain. Really I just up. said, oh, I've, 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 I've misunderstood. So well, I'm sorry. Once again, here's the question I want to answer. Why I want, okay. So God has let children starve to death so that they could be better. You're, you're, I mean, if you are actually capable of debating this, you would be bringing up. I'm what asking is the a question. Yeah, no, 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 I know what the problem, problem is. No, evil. but I'd rather bring up. That's what it is. Question. No, no, I know it's the problem of evil. So right? you're going to fill up. No, 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 actually, no. Like, I want you talk to about answer the specific philosophical specific, issue. Specifics of the problem of evil is what I'm trying to argue. Okay. With you. Yeah. And, you no, and then you're like, oh, wait a minute. We're talking about the problem of evil. Yeah, clown. I'm giving you specifics within it. Between intervention the intervention of god into reality and what justify intervention and not yeah and you said it's a soul building type thing i said that there is the a combination of an irenaean theodicy which is soul building that this is a world of soul building but the baby and then, dies and, and Augustine, how does the baby dies how is it soul built because the, the look even if that specific child dies right okay, dies on a literally dies on a table once it's born two what, minutes later what we are individually isn't just one child it's all of us. It's our humanity that we are talking about. Uh, yeah, I don't know what that means. Okay. Yeah, I know you don't, but that's not. Well, like... that's why I'm asking you to clarify. Don't act stupid. It'd be like, oh, well, I know you don't. I'm fucking asking you to clarify. Yeah, but you're getting heated, man. You're getting. Like, I know you're getting, because you're, you're you, you play no, dumb. You play dumb for someone so playing, smart. You I'm play really, dumb. Really not playing dumb. Are, I guess uh, I'm well, maybe you stupid. are this like, dumb. Let's, I don't know. let's let perspective uh, philosophy uh, speak for a little bit there. I, uh, you you kind of got your questions out there, so I'll let you expound on that perspective. Okay. Like, well, okay. So first and foremost, if we're talking about intervention of God and whether a miracle would be essentially a supernatural incurrence from God, like some heavenly being just fucking popping food into existence or not, we need to talk about why nature is structured the way it is and what a miracle is and what it actually is about. Now, that's what I was trying to express, but we didn't do that. So I'm asking you, but I you believe how, how that would you nature... have knowledge about all that? How would you have any knowledge of that information? Because this is what theology thing? is. Theology but, is, but, but where did you learn it? Where did you get philosophy? It you get philosophy anything. is a topic, right? Like philosophy. me saying, where it's like, philosophy hey, I learned religion. how to grow my plants outside through science. That's oh, yes, science is the topic. Where did you learn this? What in philosophy? You keep re repeating your same fucking. I don't, I don't over and over again. What do you mean? Where did I, you, you want specific thinkers? Like, what are you asking for here? Yeah, like, because you, so like. The history of Western philosophy, or like, there's going to be a massive metaphysical. Yeah, I, so, I don't like, know so, what we're even at now at this point. Well, I will remind well, like, everybody. As we far will as do I'm, a Q no, and a. I, I can tell you that we're at about whether whether God should yeah. intervene into reality, and whether like he's done in the past, how yeah. a miracle, how a miracle works, and what the purpose of a miracle would be. Then you responded to me. Why, why? Where did you get this interpretation uh, of America? Okay, yeah, yeah, I got, I got it. So, so and then I referenced the fact of theology in the living fucking tradition Perfect. over so, and over again. Then you complain that I'm referencing. Did, did Christ rise from the dead? Yeah. Okay, is that a miracle? Yes. Is that a natural thing with our universe that people rise from the dead? For Christ, yes. Yeah, that's a special plea. It's not. 
Oh, oh yeah, it's not special pleading to say no, that this it's, one it's person teleological. can do it. So if I say that, if I, I, I say you're that, just defining it, that's just defining it some way. It's teleological. It's just how you fucking define it is another way. It's not how it. I fucking define it. It's in, it it's is. in accordance. It's like what's the purpose? If, if we get into it, what's the purpose of death? How does it function? Why does it exist? And what what's the meaning behind the? There was no death the, in the beginning, right? Was there death in the beginning? Well, b- before the fall, no. No. So why was there no death before the beginning? If we wanted to get into the fucking allegory of original no, oh, sin no, and no, atonement. No, 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 see, there we go. You're we... not dealing. You're just like, hey, if you want to get okay. into this, I'm asking you. Okay, when did human... So Do we mean okay, we literal, hit, no, hold on, there hold is on. no death? I, I'm asking you what your position is on what we're talking about, right? So whatever your position is, you're saying that human beings, right? Did Let's talk historically. Have human beings, were there a time where they did not die? No. No. So they've no, always died. So, so what you should say died. is spiritual death is what you mean. Yeah. Okay. I'll okay. You will fucking be more clear about your fucking communication because I think you're talking about death because you're using the word death, but you're talking you about said, a I'm spiritual not, I'm not talking death. About this literally. How many times have I? No, said, no, no, no. What I'm you said was literally. no. You no. You said hey, we could depends on how what we're talking about whether it's allegory. I'm asking you your position. So it's allegory. Okay. So the whole time. Okay, so what the fuck do you mean by humans are born with a deficiency if it's an allegory? The the deficiency is essentially our capacity to be perfected, that we have essentially a lack of knowledge of good and evil that needs to be overcome, that can only be overcome through ethical, rational inquiry, institutional development, uh, ethical progress. You you defined evil earlier as going against God, Mm -hmm. but you said no one's ever gone against God's will. Um, not in the sense like if going against God's will would be like going against like what is actually right, like what you should do. So it's it's doing something irrational. So evil would be going against God's will, be doing something irrational. What? And, but evil is but you you just define. But it nature is circle. nature is rational. Like so, for example, nature itself is like I can be free. This is why like Hegel would argue that uh, predeterminism or rather um, uh, like uh, predestination is completely compatible with free will. Uh, but the, like you know, we could we could have talked about these things, but the whole time, I know, no, 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 no. I go. You're still not making. You were going in. You were about to actually make the point, and then you started talking about how we could have talked about these things, right? Yeah, but it means hard. Yeah. Like, uh, I was saying so. Free. Jeez, uh, are you just ready to give up? Is that what you're doing? No, I'm saying how on? long have we got left? Well, we now no, we're going to have. No. We're basically starting the conversation over. No, dude. We have 15 minutes all, left of the official open discussion. 15 minutes. We can go as okay. long as you guys want, or we can go right to Q and A when you guys are ready. Just, but I will remind our audience we are going to have a Q and A at the end of this. Uh, so keep your super chats friendly, and they will get read, uh, and keep them related to the topic. Uh, tonight we're gonna well tonight our, our debate we're talking about is Christianity true? Uh, so uh, Skylar, back to you. Yeah. So basically, we got some kind of unclear position about why we need Jesus Christ to die on a cross in order to come back. Somehow that does some soul building. But asked, I asked that why, how a baby being executed soul would be built because we're not going to get a straight answer on that okay so so one what you're asking is essentially this so there's two things to be said there so one and it's important because christ is essentially the representation of humanity right he is he is humanity in the atonement he takes on the sins of the world he represents humanity in its process of being perfected assumed into god Right, and that's in the uh, in the, I can't even say it, the Anasian Creed and Athanasian Creed. My God, I can't say it. Um, 
and essentially it's this idea of like the the hum human the the humanity of christ is assumed into the divine nature of god that humanity can be perfected that it can be possibly raised to the point in which it no longer it, it not it not simply hasn't doesn't have original sin but that the original sin has been essentially um not undone but overcome it's it that adam had to fall in order for christ to, to save us well, Adam's not real. It's an allegory. Yeah, I know. The allegory, the uh, the allegory of Adam is essentially humanity coming to well, Adam and Eve, humanity coming to understand their own moral deficiency and their own need to be perfected. Christ and they evolved, is the they evolved to do this, is what you believe. Yeah, I would hundred percent. I would say that in terms yeah, of like evolved. evolution that we've so they evolved rational, basically to have rationality, rational cognitive capabilities. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't know how yeah. that therefore Jesus on the cross so like from the point of having rational cognitive capabilities and engaging in ethics and there is this need for the spiritual development of humanity spiritual being the um the shared consciousness if you will or um what a or the individuality of humanity and i mean that literally so I when you use the word so individual in terms of let's say a logical analysis if you see someone like uh hegel or, or kant uh, uh, if a, a universal is something which is all its allness a particular is something in its thisness a, an individual is actually a combination of the two which means it's a singular it's actually a, a, a this is uh, word limited salad. universe Dude, this is word salad this is logic actually um, no, well, well, you're not, is, um, okay let's let's can you present it in logical premises then Maybe we can go through the premises with it because I you, you, you want it just, it's, it's like a bunch of, of words. I, I, dude, you're just I mean, I can show you like it. Kant's categories. I mean, I don't really want to have to. Are you going to make us go through like I, 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 what I is logic? Do, I can't make you do anything, bro. No, I no but I mean, you you're anything. asking, you're saying I'm, like, I'm asking I'm you, I, I'm at your, your words. I mean, like, look, does this not, does this, okay, wait, I'll ask you, does this make sense to you? Go ahead. Do you know what a it is? What is a universal? Is it is it something that's allness? Would you agree that universals would be something? The, the word, the way I've heard the word universal applied is that it's something that applies to everyone, everywhere. Everyone, everywhere. That's fine. Every it's it's something in its allness. It's allness. Right? Well, I mean, Every, like said, everyone, you're, everywhere. You're, like I said, it's the problem is right? you're using poor language to describe what you're what you're actually meaning when and you're a getting particular. at, and that's why it's like it's and a, a bunch of words It's also. important. So what, I mean, but what, okay, what's your, I don't even know where we're at. What's your premise? I'm like, trying, what are you trying to show to me? Okay, I'm trying to show you that when we talk about the individual, what it means to be an individual, we're actually referencing a species essence, which is moving and developing through time. So we actually have the development of humanity itself, and not one given human. And in Christ, humanity is essentially fully resolved in a subject which comes to know itself how does he do that as how does that perfectly. yeah but how does that happen how does that affect humanity so, and how does so he the, die and come back on a cross how do you come back uh, no, but we're not being literal here we've beat we've talked about this oh like, so jesus didn't literally die on a cross and come and i don't think it matters right? i've said this in no i'm asking I don't think you it matters. don't run from your position I'm not running. I'm happy position? to take it as allegory i, uh, do, I don't know I mean, whether, but, i've said I, a few times i don't know whether a literal man was nailed to a cross and whether he rose from the dead. I don't think any of that necessarily matters to the position. Because the position pick, is just, about you, spiritual truth. You have, a, you have a pick and choose religion is exactly no, what not. you're doing. That's I've exactly said, what you're doing. You're literally no, saying you're calling no, it spiritual not. and you're going no, you're going to the philosophers and you I'm like. Calling you're it spiritual, but you don't know what Because means. you're not studying. Have you studied any of the historical stuff of the Bible? A little bit. I mean, not enough to where I would be like comfortable. Well, even wouldn't that be like, wouldn't you want to understand the people who actually wrote it? 
and oh like, no, I mean what? I understand a little bit more about like essentially the like the like in terms of the culture and like the the language a little bit more. Uh, but I need to do more in it. Like so, for example, like the 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 uh, in relation to the Gospels, essentially like how people in Jesus' time would have spoke uh, Greek in relation to the, essentially the the Roman and Greek culture at the time. But yeah, this isn't. Yeah, and things like that. Like probably, you know, it's not really the. That's not really. Well, no, you're asking like what I've like you know uh, like there are some it, things yeah. I've studied. There's just not like this isn't my main avenue of study. My main. You've avenue read the of whole Bible is, though, right? You've actually read uh, the whole Bible. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, no, actually, I'm terrible for that. I haven't read the whole Bible. I'm, I'm like. How, how long have that. you been a Christian? Uh, like my whole life, really. I mean, there was like a gap of like oh, eight years when I was agnostic, God. and I, I've read, I've read the New Testament. That's, that's lazy, uh, bro. That's so that lazy. is lazy. I, I kind of defend it that. Is. I know it's lazy. I know that's lazy. I, I kind of defend that. I, but, uh, but yeah, like I mean, I've read, I've read a lot of the Bible. I haven't finished the Bible. I, a lot of it is, it, and it, like to be fair, I will say it, it, it's just finding the motivation. That's, I think that's the, that's the hardest thing. I know that I should, but I'm not gonna. <laughs> Listen, I appreciate your beliefs. I don't want you to think that I don't appreciate that your beliefs aren't like fundamentalist beliefs. Like I appreciate you're not a fucking fundamentalist uh, and stuff, but I think that you're you're kind of holding on to religion based on the Trinity and your Catholicism. But like, if you if getting you're literally getting yeah, rid of ninety percent of the book, like the Catholic catechism. Um, but but you have to get rid of ninety percent of the book. Like, do you know why? I don't think like, you do. I don't really do. Do you, do you I really know don't like? Well, you know, like, so to give you an example, when my mom was a child growing up in the Catholic Church, you weren't even allowed to have Bibles to read. Oh, yeah, yeah. Before, like, uh, you mean, like, uh, like, well, it was like Latin and. Yeah, yeah. They uh, did. Like the, they didn't even the do. 60s, like, yeah. Well, yeah like the they didn't do. Well, well, they didn't do any. They didn't even do the services in English. It was all yeah, Latin. Yeah, Latin. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I don't that's agree not with good. That. Yeah, I that well, that's wrong. not good. No. I mean, yeah. I mean, there's lots of things yeah, wrong. in Catholic Church. I mean, they're against the LGBT community is another thing. Yeah, no. Well, I mean, they're getting a little bit better with. Um, with that you're not you're not anti-gay right no 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 i think the catholic church should develop in relation to that i think you got to be in it to win it so i'm i would i would 100 i'll tell my fellow catholics i think this is what we should do and that's my participation in a universal community which uh allows me to rationally uh you know engage so yeah like i I genuinely do think that we should progress beyond not allowing homosexuals to marry and i think that love should be considered regardless of its uh of its instantiation or the, or the gender of those people who are involved. I, I agree, man. You just, you know, but the your book says if it's an abomination, that's the problem. Your but place is, where you get your moral philosophy from one, some of it. If we're looking like, like Leviticus, like, like in terms of like the Leviticus, like there is the fact that that's the old Testament. I know that some people even argue that it's a mis- mistranslation. I know yeah, that Paul, be arguing be young um, boys or something. Yeah. The, the, I know that Paul um, condemns homosexuality. Um, but again, I think that, again, I think it's in relation to a misinterpretation of natural law. Um, and so he's, even if he is divinely inspired, which I'm happy to say he's divinely inspired, he could even have made a mistake, uh, which, believe in hell? you know, it's not like we don't edit the, yeah, I believe in hell. I'd say it's the, uh, frustration of That's the wicked not, will. Is it a physical place that the soul goes no. to? No. no. So when you die, it just lights out. No, I believe in life after death. I don't believe it's like a no, physical no, for the, place. Like, no, but I mean, does, are there people who don't go to heaven? Yeah, yeah, I think so. so those, but the people who don't go to heaven, they're just lights out. There's not a hell for them to go to. No, I think there's a hell. I think that they are frustrated eternally. I think it's a spiritual oh, truth. Yeah. But... So the, that yeah, loving, that all-loving God tortures people for all eternity. No, I don't think he tortures anyone. I think we torture ourselves. No, I think that's the well, truth. he could help us, though. He could definitely make He does. He tells us, please stop doing that to yourself. No, he doesn't. do otherwise. Well, yeah, he I does. Mean, He's given us reason and conscience. Where? He's given us the where, capacity where? to... Yeah, you have, you my, have okay, my conscience... No, no, no. I have a conscience of my own, right? But mm-hmm. my conscience doesn't uh, doesn't match up with the biblical 
thing that you're talking about. I think about. there's a, maybe it depends on how you understand the biblical. I mean, I think you, you probably agree with a lot of Christian teaching, even implicitly, just for the I, fact that you know, do the Jordan Peterson on you. Like, well, you know, the, the whole like, yeah. I like the, Jesus, the, but God of the Old Testament is still God, still the Trinity, right? This is the guy who had babies killed, drowned babies, and no, I mean, if you don't believe that's a literal story, I mean, literal, yeah. I mean, I mean, this is the problem. You're going to have all kinds of holes. You believe in Nephilim? Is that a thing you believe in? No. No. Well, okay. like, well, like, it depends on what you mean. Like, I mean, I believe the story had meaning, but like, I don't believe that, like, there were these giants and shit or like these half angel, half men. What about walk, Satan? Like, walking around. You were a devil Yeah. Woman? I mean, like, I think that it's like, uh, uh, again, and uh, essentially a, a being who is, uh, the idea of a being who is, um, as malevolent as possible essentially the uh the incarnation of um unreason of irrationality does he tempt human beings i think he is temptation in many ways i think that's the whole point uh, not an allegory is there a physical oh what do you being? mean like what do you mean not an allegory Come well no on. i'm saying if you're well that tell me it's just he's as real as us he's okay, as so real he's, as he's, us and, and he tempts people yeah so why he. does god allow him to tempt people he i'm just using pronouns yeah because it, it's, it it's it, it, it tempts because people it's a rational um because it has rational purpose in the fact that we need to be able to gain control over what is our self-determination he is he is the embodiment of our um of our own inability to restrain our desires because we god has given us way. desire god has given us desire satan is the embodiment of abusing that desire yeah but God created us with desires that aren't moral in your, in your, I think view. he's, I think he's created us with actually very moral drives. I think that the whole point yeah. is that original sin is that we do not know how to structure ourselves. Uh, and that are the, are the ways in which we create second order, well, even the ways in which our first order desires are made, but even our second order desires don't match up to what actually is, uh, desirable. So we drive ourselves off a cliff, if you will. It's like the ship of fools. Is Satan the enemy of God? Um, yeah, the enemy of goodness, I'd say, yeah. God is the goodness. Yeah. God yeah good, so yes. Why Why would God allow him to do anything? Is it just, he, he, is this more of, hey, this is the help to humans again? Like the yeah, it's like the build? negation, or the yeah. possibility of negation, yeah. yeah. And is he the reason behind the fall? Uh, well, yeah, it would be tempted to, to essentially uh, self-abuse, yeah. Do you believe it was like, are there any humans that haven't sinned besides Jesus? Um, uh, you mean allegorically? As in like, if we were talking about like a Mary having uh, original sin? I, or, I, do, you, do you see do you sin mean... as, is all sin allegorical to you? No, I mean, sin is real. I mean, like, do you mean specific? Well, my, I mean, are you I, talking I, about, are you talking about people like I could like actually be like, oh yeah, like there's a bloke down the street, John never did a thing wrong in his life. Like, is that what right. you're asking for? Yeah. You're saying, uh, are like, there human beings that exist that have never sinned? No, not one. No, not. Yeah, that's, that's impossible. Because you have people that are mentally challenged that don't have the capacity to sin. It's not babies just that. I have, mean, it's in terms the of babies the don't have the capacity. Reason. It's not even just that. It's, it's worse than that. It's more the fact that even if you had someone who was acting in absolute perfect moral intention, their capacity to understand what is right and wrong is limited by our specific historical location, which means they'll never perfectly understand scripture itself, even. Even if God went to you, even if God personally said, Hey, mate, do this thing. You're going to fuck it up. 
you're still going to fuck it up because you're not going to understand what he means. I mean, that's an opinion, but it's not really an argument for a logical God because once again, you're limiting God's capabilities. All this is is just no, constantly I mean, he limiting could, I mean, what he could God could do. Knowledge like, into your head, but you would you yeah. would under you would undermine your freedom because you'd be essentially I, creating. I don't know what that means. Undermining freedom. Well, because like, look, if, if, if your knowledge, if I have knowledge, yeah. how am I undermining my freedom? So your knowledge, your knowledge is causative, right? So if you look at even someone like Thomas Aquinas, he's like the knowledge of God is what's causative. So this, <laughs> the, the, like, so like the way in which you gain knowledge is essentially like if 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 you just like for example, mate, like imagine like let's say I convinced you so that you had perfect that in in your like without your rational capacities being engaged that the world you're living in is in fact a simulation that everything about it isn't real and that you had knowledge as far as you're concerned uh-huh. that you're living in a simulation and you go on as if you're living in this simulation but in fact you're you're not right it would, well, it would modify, well yes but the way that knowledge actually what we mean by knowledge isn't simply just having a true belief god could give you a true belief Right, but what makes it your own is the fact that you've engaged your rational capacity. That's what but makes I, it knowledge. What the, but the, what the, what knowledge is rational capacity? Well, it's like you've actually engaged your your reason. But so that's it's the not fact the definition you, of you knowledge. Have, it's justification. How do you gain justification through the application of reason? Did you disagree this, with that? I don't know what this isn't even what we were talking about. We were talking, talking about, about. I mean, this is epistemology. You're talking about essentially could like well we're saying could God essentially uh allow you to like essentially beam knowledge into your head so that like you could you said you're limiting these capacities i'm saying no i'm saying there's a reason why god wouldn't just beam knowledge into no your but head. it doesn't but it doesn't limit your capacity <clears throat> you haven't actually specifically told me how it would limit your capacity because the knowledge wouldn't be your own unless your reason is what construed but it's still it, it's still you're it's still knowledge you still have it you wouldn't people, have it, the justification there's no reason to say it's your knowledge you wouldn't be able to know whether well, it was why right it, or doesn't wrong. Ma- it doesn't matter it doesn't matter it, do- it doesn't matter whether i say it's my knowledge or god's knowledge if god gives me the knowledge because I have then the god's knowledge. acting through you it's not so like, it's like what? so what it's like the he, story he, of moses it's like it's just you know, it's like, like Mary god does shit or anything he's else? not like Dude, God yeah, like, interacts with mankind. You're when acting God's, like God. It, when God's you, acting, you, God is uh, acting. You make up your own religion. You you literally have made up your own religion. No, I think it's not based on Catholicism. No, it's God, not. God, I grew look, up fucking Catholic. I grew up Catholic. You're That's full of fucking you, shit. Man. These aren't Catholic beliefs. What you're doing oh, is you're you're Catholic. I don't see, I, I, You could say I'm heterodoxical, but I mean, I, I'm certainly not heretical. Oh, Jesus Christ, bro. You fucking talk out of both sides of your mouth. You word salad. One minute you'll say you're Catholic, then you're like, oh no, 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 no. What are you talking about? What if I said I'm not Catholic? I am What if I said I'm not Catholic? You just literally were saying it. I said heterodoxical, which means what? Not the standard interpretation. I said I'm happy to accept them. And maybe it's not the standard that you're, interpretation. That you're not, it's, it's by far. Well, that doesn't mean I'm not Catholic. Well, I, yeah, I mean, listen. If you don't follow any Catholic beliefs, I mean, yeah, you can call. Uh, I don't give a creeds. shit. Like, I don't care how you fucking define yourself. That's fine. You want no, to define yourself as define it. Uh, no, no, no. Listen, like I said, no, you guys can define your fucking it. self however you like. How the fucking right? It doesn't match the Bible. It, so. it doesn't match it's Christianity. Church, I mean, we're talking yeah, yeah, the Catholicism of the Catholic Church. Yeah, not, not the Bible. You, you just admitted so. that your you're just interpretation. You just admitted that your interpretation was different. Than most of the Catholic. That doesn't church. mean that doesn't mean anything. Like the Catholic Church accepts. Well, you just the Catholic I Church accepts heterodoxy. You, oh Jesus! So like, Christ, I don't see what the fucking like, problem is. I don't. I don't. Like, I, I know. Like, I know you don't, man. 
this because there's a, a difference between heterodoxy and, and heresy. This might be a there's good a time for heterodoxy us and heresy. to jump into the uh, Q&A there. Uh, if you guys are ready for that. Um, if you guys have other things you wanted to discuss, that's up to you, gentlemen. I think Skylar's good. Um, so, yeah, uh, I guess we'll jump into the uh, Q&A. Uh, Genius Tracks, $5. Thank you so much. Shout out my Floridian gangster, the Skylar Fiction. Put respect on the boy. Right. All right. Thanks, Genius. Florida. Genius Tracks, a fan. It's fun. Uh, Von Zoom, $9.99. How is scripture divine when it is written by man? Divine inspiration would violate the free will of choosing. Oh, that's actually, I like, I like that question. I think that there's a difference between having uh, what would be like a, like a revelation, which is, uh, which actually I would say comes from reason. That revelation and reason are like that. Like essentially a revelation is, is a is a realization that the the act of your reasoning in accordance with reality is in is essentially incomplete uh, it's incoherent there's something wrong there and it's developing a radical new solution based on the precepts uh, and the conceptual application of of reasoning you're actually thinking about reality and in that in, in that action you gain this possibility of revealing a, a the the world as it should be that the world itself gives you the capacity to analyze it and epistemologically develop in accordance with ontological truth. This is word truth. salad, man. This is not answering oh this fucking this question. This is my bro. fucking question, unless you've I, got uh, a fucking uh, answer for it. I'm just, I'm just, no. I just, I just <laughs> like, want you to answer the question. You, right? Not fucking give him like a word salad. Like, I'm, give him an look, answer I'll to the question. I'll choose how to answer my... Well, look, I, you know what I'm talking about? Imposition of fucking free will. Stop answering for me. How about that? Like he just you're like you're like I, I, you know I choose the verses that I feel are in, oh, divinely inspired. Oh, okay. That's I'm what glad that we're continuing. Yeah, I thought it was a fucking. The Q Bible's a. divinely inspired, but I choose the verses that are divinely inspired with inside. I, I will say it is okay. fine if we want to have a little back and forth tr throughout the Q and A. Um, but if we do have a question addressed to one of the the specific speakers, let's just uh, try to wait until they've wrapped up their point, and we'll try to keep it within like two minutes for like one side answering a question, and then if we have any pushback, we'll. Uh, We'll definitely entertain that for as long as you guys are willing to have it. Um, you know, I'm having fun. I hope you guys are too. So, Von Zoom, four ninety nine. Would God creating us broken in need of Him being be considered abusive? <laughs> yeah, no, no, I wouldn't say so. I don't think He's made us broken in the sense that I think that we've that there had to be a rational development in order for humanity to to actually. Uh, obtain itself it has to be something that we do uh independent he can't you know like a like a good father uh, he can't live our lives for us he gives us the lives to live and we and ultimately it is on us to live them and uh doing to act in accordance with what is right he's showed us how to do that he's give us the way in which we can do that and it's for on us to do that any thoughts over there skylar Nah, go on okay all right, let's continue on. Uh, contrarian420, $5. PP, you said Adam and Eve is allegory, but don't Catholics believe the blood of the Eucharist is literally blood, not allegory? Do you agree it is? Uh, we believe in transubstantiation. So it is the substance. Um, so I don't, I don't, it is the substance of Christ. It's not like if you were to take some of the Eucharist, like the, you, I, I think you'd be sharp to find a Catholic that believes that if you were to pour the wine 
out of the glass, put under a microscope that you will find specific genetic material. Uh, it's more about whether the spiritual substance of Christ is present in the Eucharist. So like, uh, not specifically like there is a physical, like you are like, otherwise, why am I not tasting blood even? Do you know what I mean? It, no, no Catholic believes that. Any thoughts over there, Skylar? Yeah, yeah, I just, like I said, he doesn't share traditional Catholic views. Uh, Catholics do view a lot of those stories literal, like the Noah's Ark story. Uh, but yeah, they do believe it's the blood of Christ. But like I said, when you have to like kind of do things, well, you know, if you tested it, it won't really be the blood. This is just a way of like, of course, because it's not really spiritual. It's nothing. It's just oh no, that's 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 it. We don't, of course, we don't believe in spirituality or anything like that. I don't believe I, like of course not. And spirituality is just feeling. Oh. Are you sure that your mom was just not a bit of a stupid Catholic, like, and that you don't know what the the theology of Catholicism is? Oh wow, you're gonna go after my mom, bro? You're talking about oh, my you've mom. called me names the whole yeah, time. but I didn't call look, your fucking look, mom. Look, a I'm gonna be name. honest. My, listen, my family, listen, little my fucking family's bitch. Full of stupid listen, Catholics. Wait. Well, I, I'm sure listen, I fucked your mom like, a couple of times. I know. Oh, I know. Oh, right, I know okay, it. Okay, I knew yeah, this yeah, was yeah. going to get take, spicy. Take this bag of dicks. <laughs> You're the one that brought your mom up. What am I supposed to say? Listen, your mom's not a stupid Catholic. No, no, this no. sounds like a stupid fucking Catholic. What am no, I no, supposed no. to say? We're going to let this no, play the only, First of all, yeah, let me, let me say. When we brought up my mom actually earlier, we were talking about the difference in languages in the Bible. And then you agreed. You have to say, my mom believed this. I know I raised Catholic. I know. Maybe your mom didn't raise No, no. I said, I believe these things clown you can't even listen that's the problem we were talking about different languages being used the catholic church wouldn't even teach the bible in english bro till the 1960s you weren't even allowed to read a bible right these yeah, are your spiritual yeah, leaders yeah, Look, yeah yeah these are your fucking spiritual enough. leaders these are your spiritual leaders right now you want it's to call my mom a dumb catholic right but yeah, you're but the one who like, fucking from my own fault where you weren't even allowed I to even read said, fucking books you moron i even said i know loads of dumb catholics yeah even i mean who, you're a fucking you know, dumb catholic bitch oh yeah yeah look look, look you're yeah, a look, dumb the whole fucking debate you oh, doesn't even fucking read the bible oh, you haven't even read the bible a non-fundamentalist position let's let's try to wrap up this you're just i think that you're a christian who's never even read the bible in the how many years you've been a christian that's pathetic there are atheists that read the bible more than you and then you're like, uh, I'm a philosopher. I study philosophy. Bitch, I'm, sorry like I'm sorry that intimidates I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I argue with you're intimidated by thinking. I debated more PhD philosophers than like, you that's fucking, fucking It's a tragedy. I'm just sorry. It's you just, I say something's non-literal and you're like, wait a minute. What do you mean? You're the one, you're the one who can't articulate. Like, you like, literally couldn't fuck. articulate what the death was. You're I like, bring oh, up I something about logic death. and you're like, this is ramble. And it's like, no, I'm actually speaking about logic. And Dude, then you're like, wait a minute. A ask, All right, ask well, you I'm, I'm, I'm going to eject like you guys. Listen, yeah, bitch. right now, just hold on. Oh, now. You th- I, I'm so cool. Hold on. We're going to try to get back on track here, okay? Because we've lost we've lost things. Check your fucking blood pressure. Check my dick in your mouth, motherfucker. Let's just try to keep it. Keep it. Oh, my God. I don't know. I, take, on, take on these fucking that's, small, salty fucking balls. I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna, no, I, I, I am, I am having a great time. I'm sorry. This is funny. But, but let's let's pull ourselves out. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. We're on mute, guys. We're gonna get out of you know the early 2000s here. We're gonna stop talking about each other's mothers. All right, you know. Fuck that. Fuck it. Hold on. Just you know what. We're going to move on from there Dude, for the, the respect of our This shows you, that once again, again, the Christian morality when they talk about your mother. Like, 
That's what they do when they get into fucking shitty situations. They talk about your opponent's mother. I'm on the table. Say whatever you want about me. Call me a Santa Claus looking motherfucker. Whatever you want to fucking do. But the fact that like, your debate tactics is to talk about someone's mother, bro. It just shows why you should read the Bible more. Maybe read a couple more of those quotes from Jesus instead of just reading Thomas Aquinas all the time. Because that's all I heard you fucking quote for two hours. Not one other fucking source, just a Thomas Aquinas for fucking two hours. All right, Great. Well, that got ex- we know you're Catholic. We got extremely spicy there for a couple seconds, guys. We're going to try to reel it back in, but perspective philosophy, the question was for you, so we're going to give you 30 seconds to wrap up your thoughts, and we're going to okay. move on. Um, I can't remember the question after that. I'm not going to lie to you. It's like, okay. Uh, perspective philosophy, you said Adam and Eve is allegory, but don't Catholics believe the blood of Eucharist is literally blood, not allegory? Do you agree that it oh, is? Oh, yeah. I, I think I answered that really where I just said it's about transubstantiation and, uh, you know, that, you know, and then he said that Catholics don't actually believe that. And then we got into a conversation about his mother and various other insults. So, so yeah. And you're probably oh, right. Oh, I shouldn't, I shouldn't, I wasn't, I, I you know, I, you know, I, I, I think you're right. I apologize. I shouldn't have brought up your mother. And you shouldn't have insulted me this entire time. So there's been many times you've insulted me. Yeah, yeah that's fair. Like it's fine. You're... Insult me back, but don't fuck. No, I mean, it's not it's fine. Funny, but it just it's shows you fine. your morals, bro. You don't have morals. No, no. I think that I have morals that you don't live up to. fail. It means I, I partake in no. original sin, mate. What can no, I say? I did I wrong. mean, you don't even know. I mean, I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll make sure I bring it up. In, I'll make sure sin. I bring it up in confession. How that's about not that? even I'll how let, you I defined you. original sin. Now you're talking more like a traditional fundamentalist. So, more like yeah. All right. That was definitely more than 15 seconds, everybody. Uh, let's continue on. I'm going to turn my preamp down a little bit because I'm redlining on my side. All right. So in defense of the gospel, 999, thanks for your super chat. And that last one was from contrarian 420 uh that that really caused a buzz there uh contrarian so uh you got any more keep them coming uh along with the rest of you you got questions i see you in the live chat you got lots to say uh get your questions in while while it's hot in defense of the gospel 999 thanks for your super chat skylar why is it moral but a demanded right that mothers be able to kill their offspring in the womb but it is morally wrong for the god of the bible to kill his creation i am pro-life so I don't know why you're asking that question. But if you think that it's moral to execute, ex- execute innocent babies, right? And the way they did it in the scripture where they take out swords and slice them open, as in First, first Samuel 15, it's very specific. Um, that's the way they did it. Uh, so if you want to say, hey, uh, it's moral here when you think God's allowed to tell people to do it. Right. But you want to say that it's immoral when women do it. You're the one with the inconsistency. Uh, Also, uh, you should think about the idea of like what God's forcing people to do. Right. God's forcing a human being to have to slice open a baby. Right. Our soldiers go to war and fight enemies who fucking deserve death. And they come back with extreme PTSD. And you have God causing uh, physical and mental torture, physical torture to the baby, mental torture to the person who has to kill them. Be consistently pro-life if you're going to be consi- if you're going to be pro-life. You think that our soldiers deserve death? I don't think you understood what I said. No, no, I'm just making. I'm just just double checking, just quickly. Like I'm just, I'm just. Do, do just I checking. think? Do I think our soldiers deserve to die? Is what like, you're like, asking? Like, as in all soldiers, like just for partaking in war, do you think that they deserve it? Or no? Okay, I'm just checking. I have my. I come from a military family. My. My parents. Okay, that's fair enough. I was just double checking. I was just double checking. I was just making sure. 
All right, let's continue on, everybody. Pointless Poppy, four ninety nine. Thanks for your super chat. Why does God give young children that were R-word and impregnated pain during childbirth? Well, you're just asking, like, why is, like, pain exist? And specifically, like, you know, why did the why would pain exist in relation to a natural function? I think well, pain no, the has question, a... Has the, the question that they had here, I, I, I mean, we're already an hour in, so I don't need to censor. I don't think we'll be okay. Uh, depends on whatever other platforms we're on. But why does God give young children that were raped and impregnated pain oh, during childbirth? Okay. Um well, I think that there is the there is the I mean that is the one of the reasons why rape is so awful. I mean the fact that it does cause such distress and harm. Um, I don't think that God's interfering and undermining natural um, mechanism, you know, by essentially stopping one person from feeling pain. Um, that maybe you call rape a natural mechanism. I mean, I mean, in terms of like how it occurs it, it it occurs because she's essentially well like because of a natural mechanism i don't think anyone would disagree well, that there is a physical science by behind it i mean it's horribly wrong i thought I, I said that i don't know why so they're in a they're it's horribly wrong they're made in a way where they have a natural inclination to rape no no that's not what i'm saying i'm saying that the woman's pain is produced by a natural mechanism which is which has been occurred because of the unethical actions of an individual. Like, if you want to stab me, I'm going to feel pain. Like, do you know what he was referencing in the question? Like where that question comes from? Like, I don't I don't know. Like, no, not specifically. It's Genesis. No. He's talking about Genesis. Because right. you know that's what's referenced, right? In Genesis is that women have to have birthing pains. Yeah, I know the birthing pain. Yeah, I know. The, I know so I know, like, yeah, that's, I think that's talking why about, the Bible tells you yeah. that women have birth. And that's why he's asking you. Your but I don't believe in a literal is. interpretation of the Bible. So, and I'm and if I'm talking about natural mechanism, and I'm saying like, why wouldn't God, let's say, stop pain for so that God, specific? Because it's not just that. Yeah. It's not just that she's, that she's uh, a woman going through childbirth. It's that the, the pain of childbirth for a rape victim is how i was answering it why doesn't god intervene to stop the pain in this specific circumstance and i'm talking about why god wouldn't intervene in terms of natural mechanism what's the allegory what there what's the so what does the allegory mean when it talks about how women will have pain birthing pains and what do you how do you interpret that as an allegory i think that what it's an interpretation of is that essentially uh, it's not just that uh, and i think that it's it's sort of uh the way it's been written, I think, does lead us to believe in a sort of more misogynistic way of, of interpreting it. But I think that there is the, when we begin, there is this, the fact that we are going to die is necessarily because of our actions, that we aren't going to live forever, that there is the possibility what, that we aren't. The allegory of the pregnancy, I'm talking about dying. Yeah. When the we pain, move on to well, that, it's the continuation of that same narrative, that they are being punished for the fact that they aren't actually able to take whole responsibility for their nature sure, but what that you would want it otherwise that it would be better if what's, it were what, but what's your allegorical interpretation of that though what are that you saying it would it's be telling... better otherwise it's not just that the, it's not just this specific you're, point of childhood wait, 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 you're saying it's talking it, about natural mechanism and you're just saying it, it's it's a better thing to have for women at what the what you're saying the the story is allegorically telling you is that it's better for women to have pain during childbirth what I'm saying is that the no, that's not what I'm saying at all. If, if, if in fact I'm saying quite the opposite, that the whole point of it being considered a punishment is to say that I, our ideal nature does not suffer in relation to its procreation, and so that pain and suffering is 
is we are responsible for that. You lost me with the that. punishment thing. You lost me. What are you talking about with the punishment? With the punishment for, for the fall. Like, that's the whole point. But that's it's not punishment. real. That's not historical. You don't No, but it's, it's allegorical. It's the yeah, but fact what is, that, our, but own what moral, is that our own epistemological inadequacies is what's causing us to suffer. That we were born with. That God created That us we with. need to overcome. That this is... He, so he created a problem and came up with a solution for it. Yeah, instead of just making us with a deficiency. He's made us with the capacity to perfect ourselves, but it, we the, have to perfect ourselves. The problem with this is you leave out the whole story of Abraham, Daniel, and why this all connects in. You just you make right. this just about like you literally lose the whole biblical narrative. Like, do you know what Joshua was there for in the conquest? Like, like I, do you I know about? I, I don't know why we're getting back to the no, Bible because, because, because the thing is, you get your you get your you get your spiritual beliefs. From the Bible parts that you choose, and not, from look, your people like Aquinas. Look, That's dude. If the Bible didn't exist, would Christianity like exist? Catholic catechism. But the thing, and, and I agree. Like, the, look, it is about how we interpret the Bible. That's fine, right? Like, I'm, I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that the Bible's not important, right? But I'm saying it's about when we talk about how we interpret the Bible, when, we, when you ask me about the allegory of this and we talk about natural mechanism, and then you want to go, wait a minute, let's go on to this other, this other point of scripture. Like it's it's irrelevant. No, it's, to what it's we're the talking same time. You have you. The problem is is like you take like an allegory, like Genesis. But you you have a view on Genesis that doesn't match what the Hebrews who actually wrote it believed and their culture. Like that has what you articulated is not a case, belief by the Jews and I, and who I actually don't think wrote a problem the book. With that. Yeah. I don't even. I don't think that is a problem anyway. Even if it doesn't match with the people who wrote the book, that's the whole point of divine inspired the word of God. How do you know what's the words divine? Of God in the but how would you know what's divine? Divine is that which accords to like to reason, which is why when we're I thought we we're talking about deism and theism. I'm gonna talk about rational structure in terms of the capacity to engage and uh, oh, uh, you know God. use your precepts you just, and apply to reality. You don't you don't you just stay talk on over focus. it. Like no, you, but the problem is you don't stay on topic and you don't focus and you you're fucking, the one that fucking move to a different point of scripture and you start just, talking yeah, we about how we should probably just go to the next scripture. question, man, because you like, just fucking you're the one that's you're the one that like I was talking about that rational natural mechanism how it works then you change it to. To, to yeah, something you, you else, I answer you. Follow what I'm saying. Let's carry on. Let's follow what I'm saying. We'll let philosophy finish up uh, ten seconds, and we'll carry on. Just because there was a lot of cross uh, talk. I, I mean, like I, I don't even know where to take it up from there. So just, yeah. Okay. Hopefully, we're able to uh, decipher that because uh, there was a lot of uh, going back and forth there. But uh, once again, hopefully, my audio interface will uh, be up to the challenge. Uh, Ember, $5. Thanks for your super chat and being here again. Perspective. How can you demonstrate Christianity is more true than other religions? What are your criteria for falsification? Do they apply to Jesus? Oh, that $5. Yeah, I mean, I think, yeah, yeah. I, th I think that would, uh, that's fair. I would probably agree with a kind of perennialism. I think there is a lot of truth in all religions. Um, and I think that there are the ways in which we gauge uh, which religion is more or less correct would be metaphysical. So an engagement with reality, does it explain reality? Does it give us an indication of how reality is structured, uh, allow us to more correctly answer, let's say, metaphysical questions? And I think the Trinity does that. I think that, you know, when we're talking about the allegory of the Trinity, I think it reference, references uh, essentially logical unity. Um, it poses God as an absolute subject. And so the nature of reality as an absolute subject, I think it gives a good indication of human nature. What like for in original sin, this need to overcome and perfect ourselves, the possibility and necessity of accepting that is actually going to seconds. happen, that you can do that. 
um, uh, the the fact that the truth is causative, that everything is caused by the truth. You know, in the beginning there was the logos, and this uh, the idea that that God is a a logical instantiation, and the ultimately that Christian ethics are about love, and that the what univ what ties us together and unifies this possibility of actually obtaining truth is an engagement in love. Any thoughts on that, Skylar? Before we move on. No. No, sir. All right. Ivan Gonzalez, $1.99. Perspective philosophy makes me hate philosophy. Oh, you got a hater. You got any words for the, uh, for that? Uh, yeah. Uh, I mean, like, look, I, I might be, uh, look, you read your own philosophy, right? Go and read it yourself. I'm just one philosopher. If there's plenty of philosophers that disagree with me. There's plenty of philosophers, you know, you might even interpret them differently. So don't hate the subject, you know, don't, don't hate the, don't hate the, uh, you know, it's like, don't, don't hate the player, hate the game. No, don't hate the game, right? Just hate the player. Go, go and go and read the philosophy yourself. Alrighty. Uh, Sunflower, $5. Uh, wait, perspective philosophy literally cited Summa uh, Theologica by Aquinas as a source. And Skyler is so riled up, he thought he said somewhere. Uh, hmm, I think there might have been addressing a miscommunication. Yeah, he did, definitely I, brought I up thought, Aquinas quite a bit. Like I, I yeah, I, I know I did, he brought I up. Aquinas. I, I said summa theologica, and I said I, uh, I, I said that, and I, then you got. I thought that you heard that, and then you got mad, which is why I said like I don't understand. Um, so. All right. Well, let's continue yeah. on from there. Um, you know, it was kind of more like a call for clarification so thanks for that sunflower uh ivan gonzalez 499 thanks for your super chat uh perspective philosophy represents the worst aspects of philosophy someone playing language games oh no another person in the chat's coming at you what do you have to say to oh, ivan um well yeah I, i'm not really playing language i mean if there's a point of that you need clarification on in terms of my argument i'm happy to happy to do that um but yeah i mean you know i'm not really playing language games i think there is a in terms of philosophy and in and, and terms of all of this, really, there is a great deal of subject-specific language that needs to be sort of engaged with. And 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 really, even if you try to, uh, any way in which you try and answer the question, you're going to end up having to engage somewhat, even implicitly, in that language. Uh, so, so yeah, uh, I'm not really playing any games. And if there's something that you like answered, ask us a question and I'll do my best to answer it. Thoughts, I think Scott? you would benefit from syllogisms. I think if you brought syllogisms, I think you would benefit from it. I think that I think you're a smart guy, but I think you're a poor communicator when it comes to it. I think you kind of get backwards, and I think if you had some syllogisms, I think that's somewhat true. I do think that I need to work. I've said this for a while. I do need to work on my rhetoric. Like it's it is certainly my weakest point. Oh dear God, what was that? I heard a little. Everything okay? Smack smack. Sounds like somebody hitting something hard. Well, uh, hopefully everybody's all right. Uh, let's continue on. Oflamio is in the chat again. $5. Perspective philosophy. Uh, this this was said last night. Why does God need money? And why do churches raise money on God's behalf? If God is so omnipotent. I, he's trying to get my George Carlin impression, and that's the best I got tonight. Oh, sorry, I was just, just I was just getting told what happened essentially. Uh, sorry. Um, so, like, why does God need? Like, why does God need? Money? God doesn't need money. Uh, humans do. Um, 
yeah and again i think like there is there is a reasonable amount of money right there's like these super churches how they spend it i think that like in terms of um how money is used in terms of the institution of the church is something that we should be heavily engaged in we should look at it and we should uh, discuss it and i think that's the the beauty of having a universal institution is we should actually be actively engaged in it and i do think that we should probably push for more um engagement in how our churches in the catholic church is spending its money whether it's spending it right we should like audit it you know in that respect uh is and you know specifically i can't defend a lot i mean i know there's a lot of churches in the united states um which you know basically use it as a you know essentially a, a pyramid scheme or something like you know or like sell salvation or something uh yeah it's wrong like just as the indulgences were wrong um in the history of the catholic church the people selling salvation at these mega churches or whatever it's wrong you gotta pay off the sex abusers somehow man they all get money yeah, i can't even so... i can't even say oh yeah that was wrong that's you know like this is wrong maybe we should you know without you going oh like you're, you're wondering why i ended up getting personal it's like because you've been personal the whole time well it's a like, fact that's a fact like... what i stated was a fact it's not not a fact they paid off children who were molested in the church that's a I fact know that there was there, there, there are like don't be wrong i do think there are dubious cases of this and i think that there was there was some in which um that acted as basically every other institution seems to act which is probably not what i would want from the church i'd probably want them to act at a higher level of, of uh, more culpability uh, and i think that's probably why they've got such a bad name uh, but I, I even brought this up to a priest recently i even said like i was like man like there was like something about like i think it was like a priest killed himself recently it wasn't to do with pedophilia i think it was they had like some sort of drag queen party or something it, they it turned out not to be the case or something but there was like homosexuality involved and I, he killed himself anyway i was like it's tragic um and and i said like i brought that up and i said and, and the, the in the, the sort of investigation that's going on now and then also you know the child sex abuses that's going on. I was like, I was like, come on, man. I'm like, I'm trying to talk about Catholicism to people, and like, you know, what the like they're gonna throw that in my face. How am I supposed to even say it? And he's like, he's like, imagine how I feel. And you know, like we know that it's a problem. Catholics even joke about it being a problem. We know that it's an issue, but we try to resolve. And not, and Catholics don't agree with it. But like, come on, man. Like it's not like it's like I think the police force is a good thing, but there are a lot of dickhead police officers. Do you know what I mean? Well, yeah, I mean, but I mean, throughout history, it's not just the Catholic priests raping the kids. I mean, it's a whole history of stuff from the Catholic Church and what they've done against people. Like yeah, you might no, have a couple is, good, a you might have a good couple of philosophers like Aquinas, but like a lot of Catholic no, I mean, we'll history have a lot is of pretty good crappy. People. There's a lot of good people as well. And there's a lot of good Catholics. There's I'd even say the majority, I think the majority of people are largely good. I think that the the there are some... There has been institutional failings in the church, some that they've recognized and some that they still need to recognize. But and, and I hope we do improve. I don't think that there is I don't think that the Catholic Church is worse than your average institution, though, um, even in relation to something specifically like child sex abuses. Is that just um, it, like it your feelings or is that like something you like? Got no, I mean, statistically, we find that, let's say, public servants, for example, like public sector workers and in, in, uh, schools way more likely to abuse children and um the the same thing with um like police force and so on like that and the way that they engage is very similar to the catholic church they seem to engage in a very similar way um uh, you know it's it's more like cover up protect the name of the institution rather than actually do the right thing which is i think more of a it's a travesty that needs to be needs to be resolved and redressed all righty well let's continue on 
Uh, I see lots of questions coming into the live chat, and uh, I'm just going to remind everybody, we have been going for an hour and a half, so if you want to have your questions read out tonight, uh, well, you heard the last chat, give us money! All right, let's continue on. Yuda Hertu, Herku, I can never say your name, Heku, let's put it that way, $5. One, our condoms murder. Two, is discouraging condoms use by using disinformation in an HIV-ridden area murder? Thank you. I think that's referencing a um, Christopher No, Hitchens I don't think clip. condoms on... Don't think condoms on murder. And, uh, like, obviously, I know the whole thing they're referencing with Benedict and, and you know, um, specifically because it was... I mean, there was, like, you know, John Paul seemed to be much more pro the use of contraception with HIV. Benedict coming against it. I think Benedict was stupid in this respect. Uh, and I don't think he represents the the sort of the development and reason of the Catholic tradition, which is why we seem to be going the other way now, really. Um, so, yeah, I do think I don't think there's anything. Also, no one really believes that condoms are murder. The belief that it is the that you're acting not in accordance with uh, natural law and that taking pleasure in sex not for reproduction is objectification. Uh, that's that's really the. Uh, like you know, essentially doing sex for something other than re reproduction is is wrong. Is essentially the argument that's given. Uh, that I don't agree position? with that. I was going to ask you if that's your position. No, no, no. You feel so? Why do they hold that position? I would say it's a misinterpretation of natural law. They think that the the goal of sex is only reproduction. I think that there's you know actually I'll reference Aquinas again. Aquinas even argues that you know there is the the, the pleasure of sex actually being a natural mechanism. And that's not even taken into consideration that the, the, the full enjoyment of a human life might just incorporate the fact that we engage in sex uh, for a loving, mutual satisfaction. Um, I, and that, that can measure be, what uh, goes against natural law. In terms of reason. So you'd say that like, so natural law is essentially an interpretation of, of what is our natural purpose. Who, who's what is reason? good or bad? Like well, reason, uh, by reason, in general. Well, reason, reason by what standard? Reason by what standard? Well, I would say that in terms you're, you're, of... Well, you're, all you're standards of reason essentially some... rely upon. Yeah, so all standards of reason rely upon an apl application of reality. So there is an essentially like by the individual. This... Well, by all individuals, by institutions, by individuals. Yes, yeah. but 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 you're specific. It's subjective. It's not subjective. No, like that's like saying well, science. You're, is you're, well, you're demonstrating it. So if I was to say like, so for example, like I engage rationally to see whether gravity works, and I conduct an experiment where I drop a. Uh, a ball or a feather off the leading. Yeah, but who defines like, what's I rational? Mean, but who defines what's rational? What standard are you looking to? Well, I think it's determine a, it's a, whether it's something's a rational. Uh, it's so, a community so a standard. community has to define what yeah, rationality is, and then you use what the community comes to define rationality. So, if in the relation comes to reality. To, in of course, well, you're dealing with reality. That's kind of irrelevant. Yeah, well, in a sense. Hopefully, well, it's not irrelevant because you get perverse. Well, you can't do anything outside of reality, can you? No, but I mean, it's, it's not in accordance with what's actually going on, but you can get per perverse philosophies. You can get people what does that deluded, mean? Like go, cults. Go. So you can get like cults who are totally broken from reality who are engaging in such a way as it may be valid, but have nothing to do with uh, the nature as it's actually, it actually yeah, functions. But, how, but you don't have any, what, what do you use to be able to understand what nature really is? Well, I think the same mechanisms that everyone, I use sense data, I use uh, rational communication and okay. argumentation. So you're using yourself to validate rationality. We all use ourselves. We use the community. I think we all have to accept. I think this is the, and I think this is essential. We That's should accept community think. rule. 
Well, I mean, no, I think well, we well, have well, to. okay. So when when it was community rule that segregation was perfectly moral in the South, uh-huh. and it was when, community rule that overcame segregation. No, so it was, no, it, was, it wasn't. It was, it was not. Oh, it was not it was. over. No, it wasn't. No, it no, was. no. It was, it was the federal. No, it wasn't. It's that's not how government works, Brent. You know, you're, are you? American? It is. I mean, it is. And it is well, democracy. Where are you from? Where I'm you from? from the UK. From the UK. Do you live in America? No. You understand? Have you ever lived in America? No. You understand how our constitution and legality works here? Somewhat. I don't think you I understand do. that you're a constitutional democracy that is that's state my background organized. Is, I am, I'm a, and I'm then a that, that legislation and that legislatory body acts in a, in representation of the population, does it not? No. And so it's an inst it so so it, it doesn't at all. So you don't give no. so you don't vote and your vote means nothing. And, no, no, and no, so no, no. Not, we vote, but it, it doesn't mean just because we vote for somebody doesn't mean that the 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 body or government body is going to represent what the people. Uh, no, I mean you get corruption. Yeah, you do get corruption. I mean that's a problem. That's an institutional. That's not, issue. That's not cor- necessarily corruption. They don't well, have to vote. No, no, it's not because in, in our legal system, you don't have to vote for how your constituency votes. It's not how our American system works. That's not corruption. What you don't have to act in accordance with your constituents. You don't have to represent no, your. You can vote. You can vote however you want. And if people want to vote you out as a representative of the yeah. constituents, what do you think happens like, in like places like Arizona? That senator from Arizona uh, that just uh, gives all the shit to the Democratic Party, or the Democratic senator from Wyoming, not Wyoming, uh, West Virginia, Mansion. He does shit like, that goes I, against his own base all the time. Yeah, I know they do that. They're not supposed to. That's do not, that. but that, no, but that's not a law, bro. When you say it's supposed to, you just mean they, I don't think. Yeah, no, you, no, I, you, I do agree. There is an I, issue. It's just your opinion with you don't the think legislators. They no, no, it's not. It's that the, the, the legislation, the legislators are voted to be representatives of the people, which is that's from not, the free consent of the people, which is why it's law. in your constitution. It's, it's in your constitution. But they the don't have to. There's nothing that says legally that they have it's to. It's implicit. It, it's like not, most it's of your not, rights. They're you implicit. don't understand our American constitution because it's not unconstitutional okay. to vote against your constituency. That's not unconstitutional. It's not unconstitutional. So let's say, let's say, right, let's say you got in on a campaign of flagrant lies, right? Do you think that it would be constitutional to, do you think it would be constitutionally accurate, even if you've lied to shit? Like, you, we just, just, we just had a representative from New York just get hired. They do it. They do it. It just literally just happened. It's legally just, yeah, but it's not illegal. It's got to be, the problem is proving it. That's the thing. Define corruption. Proving it. Define you uh, no no well no 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 it's not a law that's what I'm saying you can call it corrupt that's fine whatever you want to call it I mean that's your opinion and how you're describing it I agree with you people should vote with like the representative should vote in my opinion with the people that elected them right I tell you but what, maybe, maybe you're there's no law right. maybe you can I'll 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 go and do my due diligence and I will go and check to see whether the United States you're allowed to lie to your constituents and, and whether that's completely... It's legal. America, bro. These people... What do you think know, Donald true, Trump was true. an honest... you think Donald Trump was an true. honest fucking politician? No, I don't, I don't think any of that. I don't believe in an honest politician so much. But like... Uh, but yeah, I'll, I'll, go, I'll go and check. All right. <laughs> Let's continue on then. CE, $2. Perspective. How much sin will get one sentenced to hell? Um, yeah, I mean, next question. I don't think hell is a sentence, right? It's not like um, hell is this, uh, like you've committed like nine sins and then you're going to hell. The whole point is that you've acted viciously. The whole point of sin is it's it's, it's a point of virtue. It's it, in the same way that like, 
when you see in in the Bible, you know, Paul and Christ talk about what well, what's what is the like, you know, what is the law? Why are we acting against? Like, why are we acting in accordance with these rules? It, it, it's about the it's about why you're doing it. It's about the rational intentions of an agent engaged in not just simply performing what is right, but like as a, as an actual act. But why they are doing it? It's 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 about the way in which you are structured as an individual. It's virtue. And so when you look at a point in which if an individual is, you know, vicious, like gluttonous and uh, greedy and malicious and envious, what these things will do seconds. to you, uh, they will tear you apart and that these things will ultimately undermine your own well-being. And so you end up sentencing yourself to hell when you engage in these vices without without actually contesting them, when you choose to in, to go for your own specific perverse uh, perversions of your own goodness to something that is irrational and senseless. Ireland's awesome, by the way. I just wanted to say Ireland's a fucking cool country. I got to go there last month, and it was one. Of, I think it's actually a better country than the U.S. in many ways. It's cleaner, safer. Dublin was the cleanest, safest big city I've ever been into in my life. So, God bless the I, Irish. Irish are pretty cool. There's someone Irish there. <laughs> well, glad that uh, glad that we're all having fun, and uh, we got a couple more super chats to go through. Uh, but I will let everybody know uh, in our live chat if you want to keep the debate going twenty four seven. I'm gonna put our Discord link in there right now. You can find me there. Ozion's hanging out. Uh, our, our moderator, Surgeon, and Hannah. You know, you can hit us up in there and uh, organize debates. You know, flex your uh, flex your debate skills out and. Uh, see how you do and uh maybe we can vet you and get you in for a debate as well you know there's all kinds of ways that we can uh accomplish that but overall we've had a great time tonight let's continue on uh pointless poppy 499 uh, perspective if humans can not comprehend a perfect mind how can we know god is a perfect mind uh, that's actually a really really good question and i mean like that's i mean that's actually in many ways i think catholics actually uh, engage with that question a lot. So in Catholic theology, I know Thomas Aquinas argues against um, specifically uh, what's he called um, Anselm, and he's on a logical argument saying, yeah, like a, if I had knowledge of a perfect mind, then it would necessarily exist. But I don't have knowledge of a perfect mind because I'm imperfect, so I can't. Like so, like it, it's sort of an acknowledged thing. But yet he's arguing for the existence of God through reason, um, and so like the way he does it is to say like we can see the actions of a God. We can see what God does or what has necessarily leads us to believe that this perfect mind exists. And so that this is so we can see that nature is causative and trace it back, you know, through a cosmological argument. Um, and, and so this is where I would say like you can have imperfect knowledge of something which is perfect in the same ways you could have imperfect knowledge of something which you could have imperfect knowledge of reality, but still you have a, a knowledge. Uh, it, it mightn't be absolutely correct knowledge. It's false. Uh, you know, it, it is not necessarily completely true, but there is, uh, you know, there is uh, some truth there. Uh, and if the, the more truth, the better. Any thoughts there? No, I'm good. Okay. Uh, Padme the cat. Meow. 333. Perspective. Why do you debate about a book? Ooh. Someone dying. Uh, perspective uh, philosophy. Why do you debate about a book you haven't read? I have read a fair bit of it. It's more of the fact that, like, uh, I don't think that the book could even fully 
encompass the religion. It's not just about the book. It's it's about the interpretation of the book, the community around the book, uh, the catechism of the Catholic Church. Um, so yeah, and yeah, that that's it. I, I do think that I need to go and you know pick up me slack. I know I do. Uh, it's just a personal fault. Uh, but but yeah, and that's all I can really say about that. All right. Any thoughts? I got Scott? nothing. Okay. Nah, I'm got nothing. I don't want to keep dragging this out. <laughs> no, it's okay. I was gonna say, uh, you know, we might get into something uh, that you might have more thoughts on here as we continue through. We still got a few questions to go. If you've got questions, and I see a lot of you do, get them in the Q and A because uh, we have gone long, so uh, we're only gonna be reading super chats. Uh, for the duration of the debate here. Frankenstein, 999, thanks for your super chat. If it's all allegory, then the miracle is the dictation by a misogynist, illogical male god that is a bit sadistic. That the, that the miracle and proof. It's not very well written, but I'm sorry. Maybe just the end there. So um, I think that's for you there. Well, but you know, you could both expound yeah, on that. Yeah, I'm, I'm assuming what he's saying is that uh, if it's allegorical, then the way the Bible is is the miracle, um, and or that the miracle is essentially that such a perverse text could be considered holy. I think that's probably maybe what he's getting at. Yeah. So um, I'll just read it from know, the top there. Very um, much disagree with it. Like, so the question started off: if it's all allegory. Oh, I lost it. If it's all allegory, then the miracle is the dictation by a misogynist, illogical male god that is a bit sad sadistic. <coughs> Excuse me. I, I think that even, like, I don't think God is sadistic at all. Um, I don't think that, I think even when we talk about God being male, it, it's even questionable. Like whether it's like where we could just uh, say God is like just a man, like in the sense that he's Jesus Christ in his particularity or individuality yeah i see what the point is there uh that doesn't mean that jesus couldn't be a woman if they wanted to be um and i don't think there's anything wrong with saying god the mother i know this is actually an ongoing debate in the catholic church um and you know the the catechism doesn't argue that god has gender or uh, specific sex um you know when we look at uh, the philosophy of saint augustine uh, he even argues that sexual dimorphism is fundamentally related to humanity uh, and not and god's not bound to that sexual dimorphism is really just a means of achieving a goal together and so god's made us mutually dependent um so so yeah and i mean then there's the whole philosophy of like what is gender and how you know whether it you know how it actually functions which is a whole other debate um so yeah i don't even think you'd have to do that i don't think there's anything really necessarily misogynistic about christianity that have been misogynistic christians um, I don't think there's anything sadistic about Christianity and there have been sadistic Christians. Um, so, yeah. 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 Nothing else bad. Good. Alrighty. Excellent. We'll get on with it. 60 seconds. Skeptic. Uh, $5 Canadian. Aha. And Canadians. I, that's that's the first one, so I'm just doing a little huzzah for uh, my own kind, my own people. Uh, answering every simple question by first referencing a philosopher and then redefining several common words words seems unnecessary. Why do that? I think that when we engage in a natural language argument, and so, for example, let's say the word miracle, uh, when we start using something like, you know, oh, but everyone knows what a miracle is. I don't 
take these things to be just givens. And I don't think you can. I think that most people, when they engage with an understanding of miracles, often think that they're supernatural um, or that it references something supernatural. And even philosophers do that. And then philosophers argue over definitions. And, and you know, Wittgenstein thinks that all philosophy is, in, in ultimately, is just people arguing over various definitions, uh, specifically because it's a language issue, not necessarily a metaphysical issue. So, you know, I do think that the problem is, is that when we talk about various ways in which if you're going to engage in a form of reasoning, you're going to have to understand the semantics, the the words, what they mean, how they apply to the argument, how the reasoning is necessarily structured, rather than just, you know, oh, yeah, I know what you mean. No, I disagree. Yes, I agree. You know, especially since it's going to lead if you go, oh, no, I don't think that's a miracle. What do you mean you don't think that's a miracle or what do you mean miracles don't work like that and it's going to cause issues and it's going to need addressed so i think it's better to just you know say this is what i'm doing this is why and i'm happy to talk about it i think the problem that you run into and i think what uh prospective philosophy is running into is that the bible defines what a miracle is it tells you what miracles jesus committed Right. And then what what someone like uh, inspiring philosophy does, I call you IP perspective philosophy. Uh, what he does is like he's got a he's picking and choosing what terms he wants to define as like he's just getting it from Aquinas. Right. This isn't biblical. The Bible clearly tells you what a miracle is. And when you when you have a especially you're having a conversation with I'm clearly someone who's read the Bible and understands it. And you've talked to many other people read and understand the Bible. And then you come up with some weird definition of miracle. And I've never even heard in the two, I've debated 200 Christians, at least in my day. No one's ever used that strange definition of miracle. Not a once. And that's worth looking into, right? There is a, there is a debate on this, whether miracles are in accordance with nature. Check it out. Like are miracles in accordance or are miracles opposed to nature? There's a whole debate on this. There's a whole massive theological uh, debate on this. So it's not, it's not just me. It's but like, you have I'm, to throw I'm out one all side the, but you have to throw out the, the whole gospels for the gospels. No, you I might as well just throw them out because it do. specifically tells you what the miracles Jesus. No, it tells you were. an example of a miracle. It yes, doesn't and, tell you the definition miracles, of a miracle. But those miracles are based on going against natural reality. No, I don't. I don't agree. And I, Lazarus, I mean, people don't come. This. Lazarus did came back from the dead. People don't you can come talk back about from the what dead. the story is about, why the miracle is happening this way, like you know, essentially what the miracle is a representation of. Um, but I, I don't think that it is an, a going against nature, as I said before. I think it's nature as it should be. There is an act of change from a usual circumstance. Should but it's people come back to life after they die. Is that how nature should be? It's in relation to like why he was dying, what Christ was doing, what he's telling us to do, and, and so See, on. This is so just, yes, I think we should no. sh- save people if we can. I no, think no, we no, but that's try. That you're saying that bringing no, because we are talking spiritual here. Those stories, no, people I mean, like, are brought back from about, the like, dead. How, that's not a natural about how process we of in, life. Well, is it? I don't think it's unnatural to let's say to bring back someone. I mean, like it depends on how you define death. I guess you know, brain death and so on. But if we had the technological sophistication, Lazarus was in the grave for days, bro. Yeah, I'm not. I I know what it's saying. I know we can't do that. That doesn't. I know we can't. I'm not. I'm just saying that if it was possible, yeah, I don't see why that would be unnatural. But it's not possible. I know it's not. And you're and you're defining miracles as the natural. As, and no, then I'm when, when the Bible says, hey, this be. is a miracle. As it right? should be. It, but yeah, but humans, sh- so as it should be, humans should rise from the grave. 
as it should be, yes, all suffering should be ended. But they there will be no they will, pain. But they never will rise from the grave. Well, well, I guess we'll have to find out the end of days and all that one. Like, do you, know, you believe? Oh, okay, not okay. literally that we're going to rise from the dead from the grave. No, I don't. Well, that's what the what a miracle was it's stated a, as in the Bible. This is the problem with not having any like core beliefs. You just pick and I choose. I think the problem is, is that like if you go that like you. if as soon as we engage in something that's non-literal, you're like, oh, it falls apart. <laughs> And then I'm like, no, it's it not. No, no, and no. Then, you just pick and choose. The problem is you just pick and choose your beliefs. Really and then you get rid of, them. you've literally gotten rid of 90% of the Bible. How have I gotten rid of 90% of the Bible? Because I, okay. Do you believe in the Joshua conquest? Look, I, I, I'm, I'm they historically happen. No, I'm going to, I'm going to go through it real quick. Do you historically, believe in the histor No, no. Even if I, but even if I took all of the history and said, I don't believe in any of it. How have I gotten rid of the Bible? I'm, I'm not, but there's still going to be a book with words written in it. Book, book with words in it. Spirit, all yeah, about spirituality. Yeah, but, it, but it's, it's just a book written by humans then. And I that's mean, what you're... It could you're, be divinely inspired. And it yeah, could, but and you it can't could demonstrate revelation. that. You have no way to demonstrate that it's divinely inspired. Oh, I inspired. think we can, actually. I think that the whole point is it's well, a work in relation how? to humanity. And, and, how would you uh, show what it means to be evidence that it, that it is divinely inspired? I think that I think there's... That there's it, to say that something is divinely inspired... Is to show is to show that it is in relation to the highest point of revelation. Uh, I get it. How would you time. show that? How would you show so that? So you'd that say like is that a... this is the highest point of natural moral That's... reasoning at How would the you point show in time. It? You're just saying yeah, then, it. Yeah, You're then just it saying would be in this is the highest. Natural law. I, but I... That's not explaining it. You're not explaining it. So you just conclude. They and you said natural reasoning based on a group consciousness. Well, that's all reasoning is group consciousness. But no. are you moral and are you are you a, are you an epistemological anti-realist? Do you believe in truth? Yeah, I think. Well, I think that we define truth as it's based on a proposition, basically. So, but what like is you, okay? Yes, but how is the what is the truth is that that correlates to reality? Okay, and how do we understand what correlates to reality? How do we, we understand depend, whether it, that it would depend on what we're coherent. talking about? Yeah, how do we understand that depend. proposition is coherent and whether it under, and it corresponds to reality? Are you are, are we doing it as a community? Are we doing it as individual particular subjects? How are we just in, do do I see You're, that so people? I, I think it's I think mostly it's people coming up with their individual ideas of rationality because what you find is rational is not what I find rational. Well, I don't think that rational is something that we define. It's something which is coherent. There is a there is a like coherent if I was to say something. So, for standard? example, we could. So by logic. So for example, if I was to say that something could be itself and not itself simultaneously, or that something would not be itself, uh, or, or, or could be itself and not itself, or rather that, that something could be itself and its negation, like, do you think that, you're, like... You're talking about, that you're describing how reality functions. I'm saying how thinking works. You couldn't think like anything like this. So it's in a way that's different to this. It's like, it's not something that's subjective. It's something objective. Well, you you could think necessary. in different ways. because You, you can't think in a way that doesn't correspond to, to logic. You think you can think in a way which is not I don't know what you mean by that. I mean, I don't so know like the laws of logic. Of lo could we defy yeah, the yeah, laws of logic? Yeah, those aren't really... You can't they're not really defy, laws. They're more like guidelines. They're, they're, what they are is descriptions of how our reality function. Is it, so you just think that it, we've, we've guessed... They're not necessarily laws. Like it's not they that just, it's necessarily. They describe true. how our universe functions, our physical how, reality functions, right? How do we? Get, yeah, but okay, but how do we gain the knowledge of how our physical reality functions without first presupposing? Well, that's two different. Logic? Well, that's two different things. You're talking one. You're talking about the epistemology. Well, you're talking about how we have knowledge compared to how do we gain the from. knowledge of the laws of logic? I'm asking you. Like, how do, do we, we gain? 
Yeah, well, how do we gain knowledge of the laws what do you of logic? Mean, what do you mean by knowledge in that sense? The fact that well, that the laws... How do we know that the laws of lo logic are true? True by what? How would we measure that? How would we... You couldn't definitively figure out if the laws of logic were the same here as in another universe. Well, yes. Yes, we could. Like, even modal logic has to apply the necessitation rule. Like, you can't... There isn't another yeah. kind of logic... It's like there is logic. There is what is. If you, what but is you're talking about the laws of logic. I think you're talking, I'm talking about what is possible to be conceived. We're talking about possibility itself. Yes. Yeah, so so we're not talking know, about something. How would you have knowledge how would I know of what's that possible that could be conceived? How would I know that something, if, well, it's, well, it's one of those things where you, it's impossible for something, like it is definitionally impossible for something to not be logically coherent. It's meaningless. You're talking about, I don't know what, if you were to say like there is another universe where something is and is not itself, right? Or that if, if, an identity, if you're that talking about reality in functioning in a way that's conscious. No, I think we're, I think we're talking about two different things here. Because I think one about the laws of logic. Yeah, yeah like but the laws the of logic, law but they're identity. not laws of logic. They're, they're, they're descriptions the, of how our physical reality functions. No, they're not. They're not just descriptions of physical yes, they reality. Are. They're, they're applied to non-physical. You could talk about like, you talk about mathematics and like, unless you're What is non-physical? We could talk about something a priori, something ideal, some, something like in your head, something mental. That's you still say like, physical. What is conceivable. That's your brain creating chemical reactions. That's how your brain perceives one, itself. That's, is, that's is physical. That's physical. Even how we understand the physical, it relies upon first conceiving of these a priori, like like in the first like it, it's like. To say that it's physical, one, I'm not a physicalist. I don't, I don't actually argue that reality is. I'm, I'm not physical. necessarily a physicalist either, but it is a physical. But then it, I could argue. But yeah, I, I mean, argue, you are. You're saying that this is position. all physical. Yeah, yeah, but but I'm arguing yes against your point because you haven't demonstrated that it is anything more than physical. Like you're you're saying there's something else to the physical. You haven't demonstrated that. Well, what I'm saying is that, like, no, but actually in terms of physicality, if we look at what the physical is, it would be concrete, real, as opposed to mental, fictional, so on. Like, so if we're saying that something is opposed, the, the relationship between physicality and ideal, physicalists try to reduce that down to physicalism, which is actually a theoretical basis. Yeah, it's I'm just not granting your premise. Itself. That's all I'm doing. No, I get what you're saying, but I'm just no, not granting like, that. No, no, look, I'm not granting even, your premise. No, the, the funny thing is, is that your position is the one that is begging the question of physicalism. To say that this is physical, right? No, like I don't I'm have saying to say that. that it, uh, listen, there could be other things that are spiritual that aren't physical. Like there could be other non-physical things. I'm saying that your thoughts come from your I mean, brain. Just, we know this because if you, oh, I completely your agree. Brain, I think our thoughts do come from our brains, but I, I don't think, and I think it's in relation to the way in which uh, reality works. I just don't think that that boils down to what is simply objectivity. Which is what physicalism is proposing—that there is a that everything is the product of the physical mechanical laws of the universe, and that we have gained knowledge of them through sense observation, right? Like that's that's essentially the basis well, how, of physics. But how? Well, what's the what's the other side of that? Like how? So are like you the other. The, gained, so like how would okay. you demonstrate so we gain knowledge back, in a way other than that? Okay, so like if you look at the way that that tradition they sort of thing it out, which is empiricism, the alternative was rationalism, and the, both of them come from two other uh, traditions, or like well, there's actually like really four, which is uh, exaggerated realism, indifferentism, um, uh, nominalism, and conceptualism. Really, the the nominalists and empiricists are one and the same. They think that you gain what what you're doing is essentially creating a nominal category when you observe reality. And I think this is basically what you're saying with the laws of logic. Or maybe you're a conceptualist like Locke, where basically you look at the external world 
and you think that it functions in such a way that all of your, if you were to put together the experiences in your life, you will gain, um, you'll create these sort of structures and beliefs about how the world works. And that's through sense observation. That's like how you, right. The alternative to that was like yeah. at the same time was rationalism. There are, for they would say that there are, for example, innate ideas which are uh, necessary in order for you to make logical yeah, deductions. Is this your position, you. rationalism? No, I'm not a rationalist. Well, that's I'm actually I'm, an I, indifferent, I'm an indifferentist. So I'm actually a combination of the two. I think that we gain knowledge through uh, observing the world and rationally deducing at the same time, but that they are mutually dependent. So for example, I think that my observation of reality is very much tied into uh, what my intuition, uh, like uh, how I how I'm capable of epistemologically structuring reality. So, for example, concepts such as space, time, uh, which might or may or may not be objective, right? But are necessary for me to even be able to think, not uh, to be able to think linearly, for example, for me to be able to understand that, like in a way that a logical syllogism would go. So I could go like premise one, premise two, premise three. These would be necessarily presupposed, and this is a sign of a kind of innate idea, if you will, or rather at least an, an innate category, which is then may or may not be correct necessarily, but is is not necessarily obtained through my observing the world. I have that category to observe that world in the first place. If I didn't see things spatially orientated, if I didn't see things uh, temporally orientated, I wouldn't be able to observe the world. So my position is a combination of the two. So th this is why I said, like, you know, we could say that this is applicable to things like mathematics, which even if you're not a mathematical non-realist, you'll go, okay, the laws of logic are applicable to maths as they are to the physical uh, physical reality from which we're observing. So it's, it, it doesn't matter if you're a dualist, it doesn't matter if you're a materialist, it doesn't matter if you're uh, a fucking uh, a pea zombie, the laws of logic are, are applying to you right now. Do you see what I mean? Yeah. I guess I'm going to stick with my position that it's just descriptions of how reality functions, but it's okay. I don't agree with you. Alrighty. Well, let's, uh, let's continue on. Make sure we're all good here. Um, super chats. Uh, so J A M 84. Thank you for your patience there. Uh, we, we had a long question there and a lot of unpacking. I think it was good. Uh, five euro. Uh, how can the Jews know that books of Kings or Isaiah were scripture? Is he? Well, I, don't, I don't. I don't think I understand that question. One person's asked. How, how could understand? the Jews know that the books of Kings or Isaiah were scripture? Uh, that's more. Yeah, it's about the Bible and when it was put together and stuff. That's really for you, my man. But I don't think perspective. I think, yeah, I think that, that I think that the, the the question is essentially how can we identify something as like a different. So if I was still, I'd say why why am I not a Jedi? You know, for example, or, or like why am I? You know, why shouldn't I believe in the philosophy that's imparted by Tolkien? Uh, why shouldn't I say that Lord of the Rings is scriptural? Uh, like, how do I differentiate between what is scripture and what isn't? Uh, I think that's actually a really good question. I think that that that's actually really good. I mean, I would say that in terms of the living tradition. Uh, I think it's important how we engage in terms of what is uh, imparting a certain message. I think that the the topic has to be specifically about God, for one, for us to be able to say that it is even relevant to something that is uh, scripturally relevant, that it's about God, that it's about um, it's about divinity, um, and that in that in that scripture, then from that point, okay, it's to topically relevant. 
that it is rationally understandable and then that reason accurately defines reality in such a way as to create a revelation under what we've already uh, established in other uh, scripture or even in relation to what we understand in reality as a whole so we would just say like is this it, from me reading this does it give me the conceptual framework necessary to analyze reality to understand my well, specifically analyze reality in relation to my spirituality in its universality in its particularity and its spirituality specifically its unity like am i able to spiritually analyze reality with these texts um, if not, then it's not, it's not really religious text. Um, whether that text is true or not depends on whether it corresponds to that reality, actually represents that reality. So, yeah. The Old Testament almost does none of that. It's completely almost the opposite of the New Testament as far as it goes. It's a completely almost different God as you read it. But, I mean, you have to read the Bible to really know, the, know what it says. So, yeah, it's not going to – anyways, let's go on. All righty. Let's see. Uh, what happened to James today? Uh, he's he's writing a dissertation for the PhD. I'm pretty sure he's he's pretty advanced stuff. Uh, so uh, he'll be back, I'm sure, next week to uh, moderate some debates. Uh, but we are getting close to our last super chat. So if you got any other questions, get them in there now. Uh, I'm going to be back tomorrow uh, with the Thorps, and they're going to be talking uh, to. Uh, uh, actually, I'll have to look that up. I was going to say, I have to look up who they're talking to. Uh, I'm going to be back with the Thorps tomorrow to talk about uh, Jesus' incarnation. So, uh, yeah, definitely tune in tomorrow to check that out. Uh, Pointless Poppy, $4.99. Uh, perspective philosophy, what's perfect about one tube for breathing and eating, making choking very easy in humans? Snakes have two tubes and never choke. Well, I mean, I think that the I don't think that humans are in themselves perfect, as in physically perfect, like as in we are the you know the we couldn't be improved, like let's say like genetically engineer ourselves transhumanists or whatever and become something greater. And even in terms of the mechanical laws of the universe, if we were to simply choke enough and eventually evolve a second uh, a second uh, uh, tube for breathing, that that might be very well and good. Um, it's more about that our physical form allows us to engage with reality, to understand it and, and even point out these deficiencies so that we can improve upon them ourselves even. So I don't think there's an issue there. Um, I think the whole point of like being made perfect is more in the sense that we are one, at one with our nature. It's not to say that we are perfect as in like, um, that we are represent uh, in any way similar to God's perfection where there is no particularity, there's no issues there, nothing goes wrong, nothing can go wrong. Um, it's it's more about a logical unity between essence and existence, okay? And the whole point of ethics is essentially formulating an essence which accurately relates to your existence. Now that I do exist, now that I am existing, how should I act? Uh, and so that's when we're talking about like, perfection animals don't do that so they're perfect in themselves they don't need to do that there's no reason there to to do that and that's the goal of agents not subjects so that's really the what i would say is being referenced there not necessarily like uh, are we physically manifested as perfect beings any thoughts skylar yeah we're not we're okay Okay. I don't think we're all right. Max, we're gonna be all right. Okay, cool. Uh, Max the Confessor, five dollars. On that day, 
Many will say to me, Lord, Lord, did we not spew botched Dominican philosophy? And then we'll declare to them, I never knew you. I like I like my botched Dominican philosophy. I'm not just a, a Dominican, to be fair. I, I do. I'm a Hegelian, really. I just think that Thomas Aquinas and Hegel are both Aristotelians, Christian Aristotelians. So fundamentally, I'm a Christian. I'm a Catholic. I'm a Christian Aristotelian Catholic. And I'm not just part of any single tradition. Um, but yeah, I think I think the philosophy I've gave is pretty good. Uh, if there's something wrong with it, I'd like to know. All right. Well, uh, I think from there, we'll move into our closing statements uh, and where Perspective Philosophy just wrapped up his point there. Uh, we'll give a little extra time to you, uh, Skylar, to maybe respond to what he just said and uh, give your closing thoughts. So uh, up to two minutes there for you. Yeah, no, this was a fun debate. Uh, I do apologize if I did a little name calling. I got a little spirited. I get, I get, I have a lot of fun doing these debates. I do like you, respect to philosophy. Uh, thank you uh, uh, for having the debate with me. Uh, but yeah, I think in the end, uh, what we got here is what I pretty much figured. Right, we have someone who has uh, pick and chose what he wanted from the Bible based on some of his philosophers that he enjoys I study philosophy that really doesn't know a lot about the Bible, the history of the Bible, where it comes from, but has a lot of ideas on what God is and what he wants and our deficiencies in humans. Um, so yeah, I, I mean, yeah, this was a tough debate. I admit for him to come into because it's not easy, especially if you already have another God believer to have to come specifically and argue for your particular God, uh, I wouldn't end be having to do that to be real. Uh, but at the same time, uh, you know, I just think that, it, I mean, it's just, it's pick and choose philosophy night is what, what I got. And you got to have specific beliefs. It's if you take 90% of the Bible and you don't think it's, I mean, if you think it's allegorical when it's clearly not in, in certain areas, allegorical, the Joshua conquest are not allegorical in nature uh there's quite a bit of stuff in there that isn't allegorical uh in fact the, what's crazy to me is the stuff that is allegorical like genesis or the book of job um i, I well, he didn't but i find typical christians like take almost historical narratives from these things so uh anyways that was it was fun so thank you for hosting and thank you for perspective philosophy for debating me tonight well you're welcome and uh, we'll kick it over to you, Perspective Philosophy, for your uh, closing statement there. Yeah. Uh, thank you again uh, to both of you for uh, essentially uh, engaging in this debate. I do think it got a little bit heated on both sides. So, you know, Skylar, no shade. I'm sure we can go away amicably, amicably from this. So, yeah, I mean, in terms of the actual like contents of the debate, um, I'm also really not surprised. I don't think that it's very rare to engage with anyone online about this topic and not find that a non-fundamentalist stance is taken to be essentially heretical or um, misguided. It seems that if you have any stance that isn't going to sort of profess to a literalist interpretation of scripture, you, you're going to be essentially um, ridiculed and told you're not a Christian. Um, primarily because I don't think that it's easy to debate against. I think that once you start saying that it's allegorical, some of the traditional arguments against Christianity sort of fall apart. Um, 
I do think that the argument that it's not allegorical and it's clearly not allegorical would require further instantiation. I also think that when we look at the spiritual truths in the Bible, I think that they have to correspond with nature and that also to understand it, we are going to need a rational tradition. Catholicism offers that rational tradition from to understand our spirituality, to understand what it means to be uh, in this world that we live in. And so it gives us the opportunity not simply to simply know these truths, just that we are given them, but to attempt to better ourselves and better the rational structure of the church itself, to be in accordance with what is true and what is real. So hopefully we learn to interpret the scripture in better and better ways and we become better and better people and we become better and better at essentially discovering truth. So I'd like to close really by saying the science of religion is theology which can only truly be represented or truly understood in the philosophy of religion. So if you're not doing the philosophy of religion, you're not really religious. You're not, you don't really understand what you're doing. So there's a lot of inadequate religious people out there, in my opinion, as well. So, yeah. Thank awesome. You. Well, thank you so much for being here, Perspective Philosophy and Skylar Fiction. Uh, just to let everybody know that was our debate on Is Christianity True Between These Two Gentlemen? Uh, we're going to be back tomorrow night, and I have the names of the gentlemen now. They escaped me earlier. I had to go back and check. Uh, so Grace Thorpe and Ben Thorpe are going to be on tomorrow debating against Big Tech and Adam Green. Uh, it's going to be a good one on whether Jesus existed. Uh, so tune in for that tomorrow, and uh, yeah, thanks, everybody. We'll see you next time. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low-net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co.